Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? <laughs> I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Buff, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with... Well, Expert drinkers, this is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Session. I'm your host today, Justin Crosley. My third sober show in a row, making history here at the Brewing Network. Wait a minute. Joined by Sean Sully O'Sullivan. It's Sully. Hi, <laughs> Sully. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about this. I emailed you about this, even. I thought you'd I thought you'd find it fascinating that I'm on a sober kick. Wait, recently? Because we've talked a lot about a, a bunch of different issues you've had over time. <laughs> right. No, this one's new. <laughs> okay. Sobriety's my newest issue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, that's happening. That's awesome. Well, the so, yeah, like I said, my third show, so a couple weeks ago then was my first show, and I realized um, uh, in the 15 years of doing this, I had never done a show without a beer. I'm not oh. saying I was always like, hammered on a show or anything but what i call sober like like completely sober yeah you, know? you were always had like, a beer going yeah, or something yeah, like that, yeah yeah so that was the first time and now it's been going it's my third uh third week in a row are you just not you're just drinking full time full 24 7 but not during the show no no uh, <laughs> i haven't had a drop of alcohol oh wow congratulations yeah. well that's a lie uh, because we've had in-studio guests, I've yeah, had about three to four ounces of beer. Okay, so you're uh, tasting. You're still do, doing the work. And honestly, if they were, if they had been call-in guests, I wouldn't even have you done that. You would have been sipping water. Yeah, it's delicious. I would have great. had JP and Teresa just tell me how it tasted. Okay. But they had come down, uh, just like today's guest, by the way, who's Crucible Brewing Company out of Washington. Uh, because they had come down and brought beer, I was like, well, I, I got to like have you gotta a taste. You got to taste. But other than that. It's like I'm in intentionally like fighting against your sobriety because the last three guests and then the next three guests yeah all in studio, all, all in <laughs> studio. load them up right. bring them in Bevo won't let me 
go full sober. <laughs> I think uh, you might die. <laughs> That's funny because when I came, I just got here a few minutes ago, uh, and you were so Johnny on the spot to get water for the studio. I was like, wow, Justin's <laughs> really moving quick and with the water today. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, you know, and I, I have a little more coffee when I'm sober. And so, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, How are you feeling? He texts me at 5, and he's good. like, can you bring in some coffee? <laughs> yeah. 5 a.m. I feel good. You know, the first couple weeks, um, I there wasn't a, a big difference, but uh, I feel a little different now. I feel a little uh, Johnny on the spot. <laughs> you know, I'm like ready to go. I'm raring well, to go. Well, there was zip in your step, and I had no idea where it was coming from. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, listeners have had to hear about it for a couple weeks. Well, but you got to talk about it. would want to know. Yeah, yeah because gotta... it's never happened before. Yeah, and uh, you talk about everything, so it's a natural extension, which is important because, you know, you put it out there. and Yeah. People relate or laugh, right? You know what I you know what I found out. Um, apparently, I don't have IBS. <laughs> now, I've never really talked about that, but that's kind of been a problem. And no, it turns out. I'm just allergic to yeast or something. Oh, I don't know what. Or God forbid, if I find out I'm fucking gluten intolerant Celiac. or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, have you had that checked out? No. Are you eating bread or? Yeah, know? actually, I am, and so well, and that's not happening. It's yeah. fine. Doctor Sean says it's fine. <laughs> Doctor Sully says it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just giving the old organs a break. You know, I figured they could use a little. Yeah, they probably can. Time. I yeah, I can relate. You know, I'm you know, a much older gentleman than you. Um, <laughs> not much. Well, okay, thank you for saying. That. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you got to kind of like let on the gas, uh, let up on the gas a couple times, so just sure. to see what's going on. Make sure you're okay. And I haven't done that since I'm like nine years old. So I figured it was like <laughs> it's it was time to do. <laughs> wow. So. Hey, so I uh, just to pivot here for a second. Yeah. I like so I, I came to the show today. Drove 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 in. Didn't take Bart, so I don't have a Bart story today okay and i came through the back way through berkeley so brionis and all beautiful drive oh, yeah. green hills cows wonderful right. but then i end up i'm driving through pacheco ah. and i go by the street ironwood that you pull off with a guy with a four like flagpole yeah and I, like i was i was like this looks familiar the old studio i was just you know within seconds of the rat pad that's amazing yeah so uh and you haven't been there in gosh over five years more than that really yeah, yeah exactly i mean is it was it, do you know the people who moved in i mean is there any story back is it still there was it burned down after you know no. sam and a firework accident or something it was my my that landlord that was Nate, by the way. And I just like saying Sam. It was my landlord that moved in. It was okay. so he bought the house like before he had a family. Always like intent. He was like a very planned out guy. I will do this. He just yeah, and he knew like one. I'll rent it out, and one day when I get married and I'm ready, I will then move in, and all of that happened. We will perform missionary. So, I will have children. Does he still? Does he live there, Bevo? Yeah, he does. Uh, poor guy. I mean, really? <laughs> if, he only, if he only knew what 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 went on in that house. It, it's, uh, uh, I, I've. Actually, I was there fairly recently because he's a friend of Sam's, and yeah. it's a completely different house. It doesn't look... They've changed everything. Well, that's it's good. It's a new kitchen. Like, it's its different. Good for them. I, it needed it. <laughs> yeah. The kitchen, there was nothing wrong with the kitchen. The no, kitchen it was, was fine. It was very Except 90s. for that every time you opened the cabinet, one of them would fall off. That's true. And that the, did happen. And the, and the island countertop flung off one night. That and happened. It, yeah. Uh, well, whatever. The What's garage in the garage? Is, is, nice. is, yeah. he, is he still using the garage as a studio? <laughs> Just yeah. Please say yes, lie to me. Yes, but I don't know what for, and I don't want to oh, know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's good. A guy I haven't been by there in a while, so it was nice. It was like kind of a weird, like you know, old memory just lodged loose as I was driving. I was like, this looks really familiar. Yeah, and I almost made a left turn right there. Right, you should have just knocked on. Hey, uh, where's the motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, yeah, where's Doc? Where's Doc? <laughs> he would have known. He would have known what you're talking about. He was a cop on uh, my landlord, too. So I remember when I moved out, um, he had to come bring me my security deposit at my new house, which is like in a nicer neighborhood in Mar- Martinez. And he was kind of an asshole. He was fucking with me. He pulls up. I'm there for like a week. He parks his cruiser like halfway in the street, halfway in the driveway, <laughs> turns the lights on, knocks on my door, and he's just like, Hey, Justin, I just want to give you a security deposit. I'm like, really? You had to let the whole neighborhood think? You just a, moved in. I They're just like, moved in. We've got a drug dealer here. Yeah. This guy's trouble. Exactly. What an asshole. Keep an eye out for this one. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a great show planned for you today. Crucible Brewing Company out of Everett and Woodenville. They've got a couple locations in Washington. Uh, they've come down to hang out with us, and they brought us beer. So we'll be talking to them. Uh, JP has uh, just made it to the studio. Hello. Welcome, JP. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Glad you're here. All right. Let's do some announcements. Who, uh, and they're brought to you today. By Beersmith. You can go to Beersmith.com and check out their Beersmith Brewing software. You get a free 21-day trial. You've heard me say this. You should go do it. If you haven't already, you'll love it. It's the best brewing software on the market. Uh, but you don't have to take my word for it because he'll give you 21 days for free. Brad over there is a very nice gentleman, too. He does a lot for the for the beer industry, including uh, keeping that software up to date. So go to Beersmith.com and check it out. I like the 21 reference there. That's good. 21 days. Just, yeah. just cross-promoting. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Not officially, though. Just, yeah, unofficially, 21. Um, All right, so, you know, SF Beer Week is coming up, and uh, we've got a few events coming up. And I'm working with Sierra Nevada on an exciting event. uh, And they're celebrating their 40th anniversary in craft beer. Wow. Uh, Yeah, in 1980, uh, the founder, of course, Ken Grossman, uh, started Sierra Nevada with a hand-built brew house that was uh, made out of recycled dairy equipment, and they've now mounted that onto a trailer. Oh. And it's doing a tour of the Bay Area during SF Beer Week. I saw that at uh, GBF. If you want to, yeah, it's and it's very cool. If you want to check it out and find out uh, where you can see it, you can go to SierraNevada.com slash events, and you'll see that. But on uh, Wednesday, February 12th, down at the Torpedo Room in Berkeley, I'm going to do a live uh, podcast with uh, Ken Grossman and Charlie Bamforth. So you can come on in, you can taste beer, you can see the equipment that will be parked right out front there. And, um, of course, I'll, I'll make that podcast available, too, for those of you who aren't in California. But if you're in the Bay Area, you should come out to that. It's the Torpedo Room in Berkeley. Uh, I believe it's going to start at 6.30 on Wednesday, February 12th. But you can see it all throughout Beer Week. Um, they're going to they're gonna be at the opening gala on Friday, uh, the 7th. They're going to be at... Um, Gosh, Celebration of Craft on Saturday the 15th, B Street in Hayward on Sunday. Just go to SierraNevada.com slash events, and you'll be able to find out where it's at. And I'm, I'm excited to get to do that interview, too. Uh, also, coming up. Are you nervous? You know, not anymore. And I'll tell you what, Sully. It's because <laughs> of you. Of course it is. See? Keep going. I knew where this was going. That's why I did that for you. I'm pretty sure that Ken didn't like me all that much up until um, I did the interview with you and Ken and Garrett uh, from from Maui Maui at your place. Yes. And since then, every time Ken's got a, a, a thing to moderate, they call me up. Really? So I think he realized that I wasn't quite the buffoon I let on to be. Well, you had history with him. Like, didn't you? Kind of, sort of. I had just heard a rumor that he didn't um, approve of maybe some of our content gotcha. uh, in, in the past. But 
in his defense, I don't blame him. Like, if you don't get to know us, yep. we we are kind of, you know. If you take a snapshot of it, it's like, oh, my God. Like, what are, what are they doing? What, what word did they just use? So I think it took 10 or 15 years <laughs> for him to hear something good that we do. And now they call me all the time. So I'm not nervous. I love to talk with him now. You get you get uh, cards from him in the mail. <laughs> yeah, you, you send me to the house for dinner. Christmas cards. I'm waiting for an invite to fly on the jet. But well, we'll you see. were really good on that panel. So this is this is like a Safeway thing. I think it was like a big regional Distribu- meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Ken and then uh, Garrett and I were on this panel, and you were awesome. I mean, you just created, you just, it was just like a conversation. So why would he not like you? Well, thank you for that. Yeah. I always joke about myself that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a Labrador. I just, if you give me a job, <laughs> I will do it. And I need a job. If, if I don't have a job, I flounder. I think you were like a and, Labradoodle. And I mean, that's yeah. fine too. A little skittish. And, and you called me and you told me the environment and Go I'm like, the, I can, I can do this. Go get the bone. Go yeah. get the bone. And that's what I am. I'm a Labrador. So, uh, <laughs> anyhow. Now, I every time uh, they call me up, I'm really excited. So, no, I'm not nervous. And uh, we just interviewed Charlie not too long ago, too. Uh, so I, it's going to be a great time. Join yeah, us you, at you the Torpedo Room. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, save the date and buy your tickets right now to Spring Brews Festival. That's Saturday, March 28th, right here in Concord. That's the Brewing Network's 11th Annual Beer Festival. Uh, you'll find the 2NA beer on tap there. Oh, thank you. I saw you guys signed up for that. Yeah, this we week. did. Um, so, uh, yeah, you can get your tickets now. Go to brewingnetwork.com and just click on the big thing that says tickets. Uh, and you can, <laughs> you can buy them there. Get them now because the price goes up later. And right now they're 40 bucks. We'll have uh, 62 or 65 breweries, whatever we end up with in the end there. And that's always a good time. Uh, all right. If you want to support us, there's a couple easy ways to do it. You can do your Amazon shopping by clicking the Amazon link on our homepage. That's an easy way to do it. And you can also sign up and join the BN Army for as little as $2 a month. You're entered into the More Beer monthly donation giveaway, which is a chance to win 100 bucks to spend at More Beer. And More Beer, of course, is the sponsor of this show. Check them out at morebeer.com. All right. What else? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. Um, you can send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send your ideas over there, too, if you want to hear from a brewery or if you want me to stop at a brewery on our 2020 North American tour, send it to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Twitter game? Twitter game. Great. Feverishly working on it over here in my little <laughs> corner, pushed up against a wall, drinking cold uh, beer. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Twitter games brought to you today. Why not? By the 21st Amendment. Oh, Is that a new brewery, Justin? No. I feel like they should have been around for a long time. It's like the grab bag sponsor there. You just pulled one out. Like, hmm, who should I give this to today? Mm. Why not the 2-1-A? Why you not? can still find, I think, their seasonal released tasty IPA on the shelves. You know, right? I, th- I think that should be the new tagline for the 2-1-A. Why not the 2-1-A? Why not the 2-1-A? <laughs> Why not? It's such in, you know, in today's craft beer climate, that's a good tagline. Right? There's over 8,000 of us. Why not the 2-1-A? <laughs> I like it, actually. Because if you're at home, you're like... I don't know why not. I why can't, not? Think, why I can't think of a doing argue with that. that. Right. You can't argue with that. No. Can I, I go to the nano brewer down the street or why not the two one A? Well, you can still find the By the way, support the nano brewer community. Please yeah, no letters. But not the micro. <laughs> Forget them. It's nano and then I regional. did not say that. Right. Yeah. Your honor. Tasty IPA still on the shelves. Of course, that was uh, started as a collaboration with Tasty McDole, and um, now it's part of their regular seasonal lineup. It's a uh, 6.8% ABV and 58 IBUs. Got a ton of hops in it: uh, Calypso, Simcoe, Azaka, Amarillo, Citra, Simcoe Lupulin pellets, Centennial, oh. Cascade, Equinox, Cascade Lupulin powder, Mosaic, 
And then again with the Azaka. I don't know why. <laughs> because by the time Sully got to the end of it, he had forgotten that he had already said Azaka. That's how many hops are in. I have to, re- <laughs> I have to rewrite that. We that I mean, the point, like, we had a, a long-running ad on here that I think you stopped reading. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it was so damn old. Because uh, we've been sponsoring the show yeah. since day one. Yeah. And right. uh, I think it's like Nico and I talking about, like, you know, we were opening Washington and Alaska, you know. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so I put that together. We've had a good fun uh, reading the fact that all hops are listed, as, and some are repeated. And some are repeated. Uh, well, get it today on the shelves. Tasty IPA. It's a great beer. All right. Thank what you. is our Twitter game today? Well, you know, uh, we've been around for uh, a long time, Justin, and we've lamented over the years that nobody has done a documentary series on us yet. That's true. Why not? Well, <clears throat> I want to let you know that on the way over here, I was checking my email. Netflix finally reached out to us. Yeah, I know it's hard. It's hard to believe, right? Well, not really. I find it very difficult to believe. Yeah, but it's true. (laughs) So they reach out to us to do our story, to tell our story, documentary style, and I want to know what we should call it because, of course, we have. And I insisted. I negotiated. We get final cut and we get final say on the title. Okay. So it's up to us. And then I don't know what to call it, so I'm asking dummies who are on Twitter listening to the show at the same time. Got it. What is the title of the Netflix <laughs> Brewing Network documentary? The That's new right. one. The official. The new, yes. Official, ready to go. I love it. Great game. I like Thanks. that one. That's a good one. I can understand that one. Me too. <laughs> Sometimes the Twitter games, I'm like, I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm going to pretend like I do. Yeah. yeah. That's when the brain worms take over a little bit, and then I think it's, you know, anyway. I like it. <laughs> Thanks. All right, let's do some feedback. Right. Feedback's brought to you today by the Beer Law Center, as always. Go to BeerLawCenter.com, and John will take good care of you, I promise. It's hot in here. He's a good guy. He's got yeah, a great team over there. Uh, go to BeerLawCenter.com. All right, Jeff writes in. He oh, says... No, not Jeff. Jeff. God damn it, dude. And Jeff, go This ahead. guy sucks. He says, as someone in the industry that also struggles with the professional demand to drink, I just wanted to thank Justin for talking about his experiment with uh, Dry January... Uh, he put in quotes like joking voice. Um, he says, if someone like him can find a way to do this, anybody can. So for real, thank you yeah. from Jeff. Actually, that was, I'm thinking of a different Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. Okay. That was yeah. a good one, Jeff. Sorry, I yeah. was too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you don't mind me talking about it. I figured that I had to do it. And as much as, you know, it's kind of a backhanded compliment, I kind of agree with you. If I can do it, anybody can. That's true. I mean, drinking beer is so ingrained in my day routine yeah that it's it's kind of ridiculous and uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know I tend to not abuse it I'm not saying there's a not been several drunken nights in my life but you know uh, I, I get my work done and and uh, I don't I don't drink before five you know all your regular like alcoholic not alcoholic comments I think both of those um, are incorrect but that's all right <laughs> uh, so anyway and it's also my job. Right. Uh, so uh, uh, agreed that if I can do it, anybody can. So I do encourage anyone, if you haven't taken a break for a while. And by the way, I used to laugh at this. I used to People come in here and go like, I'm doing... Dry January. Yeah. By the way, I'm not doing dry January. Just coincidentally, it was a day in January that I woke up and was like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I'm going to try not drinking. It I'm going like, to see what that's all about. It was like the universe, man. It was like random. And, and I might continue on There's after... There's a whole program about this? I 
I can't believe I'm participating. <laughs> yeah. I might continue on after January. I yeah. haven't really decided. I have no deadlines for myself. Um, but uh, anyway, I used to laugh at people who did. I was like, God, like, why would you even do that? It just sounds like it sounds so miserable. Yeah. But, you know, it's not miserable at all. It's been fine. See, that's how you know you're getting older is when things that are miserable aren't so miserable anymore. You just accept you accept the open embrace of death. You know who I talked to today who's doing dry January? John Schumann. Yeah, yeah. I talked to them, too. Yeah, uh, and I was like, huh. He, he does have an ulterior motive, too, yeah. and, and this I could never have done. Right. It's because he's also quitting smoking. Uh, and for, for him, the two go hand in hand. 100%. So if he's going to have a beer, he's going to smoke. Yeah. So in order to quit smoking, he had to stop drinking. And I told him, you know, I quit the two separately, right? Like, I quit smoking a while back. Yeah. I could not have done both. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Like, <laughs> right. And it, it wasn't even all that difficult. I'm not saying that. But I'm not so a glutton for punishment that I would do both at the same time. Well, it's, I think it's it's hard to do self-care twice, right? Yeah, like sure. <laughs> that kind of thing where you're like, well, at least I'm quitting smoking, but I can be healthier and whatever, and I won't stink, and no one will make fun of me behind my back and all this sure. kind of shit. And then to do that while drinking, while not drinking at the same time, like, it's, it's too much. It's a lot of self-maintenance to do. Yeah. Am I going to stop rubbing one out at the same time, too? Am I going to give up all my fucking things? Well, no. I mean, for me, that's dry January. That's what I thought self-maintenance was. Self-maintenance is jerking off. You guys both have different opinions of... Uh, you know, your skin looks tomato, better. Tomato, tomato. So, thank you for that. I've noticed that. Your skin looks better. What's, Blush, a little foundation. Yeah, my skin has felt a little better. Yeah, or it also looks better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Strange things happen when you when you stop for that amount of time. So again, also when you're incredibly hydrated. I am so hydrated. <laughs> I'm so hydrated. Call me Sponge. So I and I've said this on my reports on this before. It turns out. It doesn't really matter what the liquid is. I just drink a lot. Yeah. So, like, if it's in my glass, I'm going to drink a lot of it. Right. So, I drink water like I like I don't like nobody's business. I have to stop myself from drinking water because it's too much water. Nothing. We nothing. Have an app that says, "Justin, please stop. You're drinking too much water." No, but I was I was having side effects. Yeah, of, you, if you, yeah, you, yeah. you can have too much. Yeah, you can. You get too hydrated. Right. <laughs> and I'm like Jesus. I had nothing in moderation with me. Um, yeah, it's like really, it's like it's either zero or it's a million miles an hour. <laughs> it's a hundred percent. Which is people ask me like when I quit smoking, they're like, "Oh, like you cut back?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. There's no cutting back. <laughs> I'm either doing all the things or I'm doing none of the One things." One time, a long time ago, you said to yourself, "I like just talking to people about beer." I think I'll start. <laughs> station <laughs> exactly and then yeah before i knew it i'm like i'm broke i quit my job and this is all i do <laughs> nothing in moderation so uh well, there you go but i'm done laughing at people for uh uh trying it I, I think you should try it and it's funny you mentioned jp that like as you're getting older because i thought that the other day i'm yeah. like you know what this is i used to hear people go um, you know, they get it like my age or older and they'll be like, oh yeah. Oh, I used to really party. You know, I can't, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> and I always thought like, well, why did you just stop enjoying fun? Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh fuck. Like maybe that, that's me now. Like even when I go back to it, maybe I'll be that guy who's like, oh yeah, I used to really hit it hard and I don't. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even enjoy fun anymore. Yeah. Well, you can you can uh, meter it now that you've known uh, the joys of self-regulation. We'll see. Um, maybe you can have more fun in less time with less pedal to the metal. Maybe. Instead of 0 to 60, maybe you go 0 to 40, and then you're in bed by 9. 
Could happen. Yeah. And up at 5.30 like me. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. The day I call you at 5.30, Sully, you know with that phone call, I'm going to be like, fuck, What's Sully. You want a yeah. bridge right now? What's going on? I'm just like you now, yeah. Sully, and just wake up in the morning and go do things and take on the day. Yeah. Sully's in his iron lung going... <laughs> Meanwhile, look how successful Sully is. It's probably a good thing. Successful. Probably. Thank you. Keep saying that. I'm uh, in my iron lung. He sure doesn't dress like it. <laughs> well, Jeff, thank you know. for writing in. And uh, yeah, I'll, how does that even I'll keep you up to date on, on the experiment. Please do. I don't know how much longer it's going to go. We'll see. Um, all right. Damon writes in. Yeah, exactly. Great. Depends on how many AA meetings I go to this month. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, exactly. no. Exactly. Um, you know, I mean. Damon writes in, it's about our tour. Uh, he wants me to go up to Calgary in Canada. He just moved there from Southern California. <laughs> He's like, I need someone to bring me home. <laughs> he says, uh, yeah. I'm bored out of my mind. <laughs> he does say that actually from such a great beer state, I expected the worst up here. But I've been pleasantly surprised. Yeah. The craft beer scene is relatively new. Uh, but there are a few breweries that are making solid product. Um, product. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to make it up to Calgary. Brands. But Calgary's I, a, a, I think it's a push through Canada, right? I mean, it's not like right on the border. Exactly. No. And I am going to enter like at Niagara, go up to Toronto, around the Great Lakes, but then I'm going like right back into the U.S. In, okay, you're, in, just, you're just dipping doing into a little Canada. dip. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't have time to go. That'll be the next tour. I'll do a whole Canadian tour, which, <laughs> which will last like six months, but have four stops. That would <laughs> be know? great. Because what the fuck do you do in Canada? Uh, uh, I think I'll be there in four days. You Ice drive fish? through a lot of territory yeah. to get to one thing. Yeah, you ice fish and become racist. I think Spend a month with a Blobber <laughs> underground. Blobber, that'd be fun. Uh, I'm totally down with that. Wow. I, if you go to Blobber, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go with you. It'll take. It'll take Blobber as long to get from his shack in the mountains down to where you are than it will take for you to get from here up to Canada. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> Uh, Damon does say, though, I think the road trip's a cool idea. Can't, can't wait to hear what comes out of it. So, yeah, yeah. thanks, Damon. I don't think I'm going to make it to Calgary this time, but I do appreciate the, the invite. Uh, let's see here. Cross him off the list. <laughs> wow. Just broke that boy's heart. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick the Brewer writes in. Um, Patrick? He said there was no need to read this on the air, but I'm going to do it anyway. He wants me to hit up uh, his spot in New York. He says, uh, I'm not sure if you plan on staying away from uh, the, the Northeast, uh, the epicenter of the haze craze, but there are good clear beers here, too, JP. and I'd like to drink one with you. Let's I'm not against the haze craze, so I'm not avoiding the Northeast yeah. at all. Not um, for that reason, anyway. He does say, I don't have, like, a Aunt Gilda or Uncle Ralph in Connecticut like you do. Um so maybe you should visit them. By the way, I, I don't have a Gilda and a Ralph. They're Italian. It was a Guido and a Carmel and a Gloria and a Tony. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they're all dead now. So yeah. uh, I can't go visit them. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, I could visit their grave sites. Pour some tomato sauce over their grave sites. I could do that. That's what you do, right? Mission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he says that he is the head brewer at West Kill Brewing in the Catskill Mountains, a couple hours north of New York City. Hmm. Westkill. Check this out. He says it's a brew, a beautiful brewery on 127 acres on a dead end road. I'm totally going there. That's the kind of place I want to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be the thing that gets dead <laughs> it, and dead. killed. Yeah. That Westkill. Yeah. No, they got room for the for the RV there if they have that many. Sure, acres. they do. Yeah, in the RV graveyard. <laughs> 
Uh, well, why don't you just back that thing into this uh, 45 degree angle ditch that we dug? Don't worry about it. You can barely see over the top of the dirt. <laughs> I'm sure it's a fine place. He does say that there's like a bunch of creeks that I could drive the bunker into if it catches fire. So that's good. There you go. That's good. Listen to this, though. Uh, he says, P.S. Um, I'm sad to admit this, but I kind of had an embarrassing Justin Starstruck, like the Black Crows incident, like the one <laughs> I had. He said, the only time I met the BN crew. And I read this earlier, and I kind of felt bad about it. He says, um, you were all at a bar in New York City years ago, uh, which I don't remember. I and, do. um, you were-, were you there, too? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. And I, n- I remember this bar because I snuck Abby into it. I was not. Uh, okay. bar. I don't know. He doesn't say. But he said, you were all there uh, in New York City years ago, and I biked across Brooklyn in the rain to meet you. I got there, and I met Doc first. He was shorter than I thought. <laughs> I had him try one of my homebrews, which was a black IPA, and he said it was a good Imperial Porter. And then he let you try it, to which you agreed it was a good Imperial Porter. <laughs> you were taller than I thought. I got on my bike and I left. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I feel bad. But I don't know shit about beer. So, uh, yeah. I, we, that's all you said to him, too. I could just say, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know. I guess I'm going like, to bike home now. Right. In the my rain, shitty back black to IPA that's, that tastes like a Imperial Porter. Well, I, th- I think that's it's a nice like a freeze frame in time as to how long ago it was because people were still brewing Imperial Porter whenever <laughs> right. this was. And I was still traveling with Doc, which was never a sober event, which explains so I why remember. I don't remember. Yeah. It has to be I from NHC after, Baltimore. It was after Philly. Philly, okay. Philly, so that okay. was... We, did, we all took the train up yeah, to New York. okay, okay. You don't remember the bar, though? So I don't. I do. Gosh. Where was it? She doesn't remember. Oh, I, oh, I don't know what. No, Hogs Land. She remembers where. being there, but she doesn't remember the name. I remember uh, like walking in with a stroller, and nobody said a word to me, and I was like, "This is good odd. old New York City. <laughs> New York City and Vegas, man. You can do whatever the fuck you it's want. True, except make good salsa. <laughs> okay, yeah, New York City. Uh, That's fucking old school joke. Thanks, uh, Mike Thanks. from West Palm, Florida, uh, says I was just listening to the Alaro episode. Heard Justin wanted to make his way down to the Florida Keys. Yeah. I do. I'm excited about the Keys. Uh, he says, since he's heading that far south, you should look into the Boynton Beach Brewery District. Boynton? Boynton. Um, it's right off the highway going south to the Keys, and there are four to five breweries like right there, pretty close together. Nice. Fortified breweries? Four to five. Oh, okay. Uh, if you need any uh, other South Florida suggestions, I can hit them up. I do. Going I down need there? all kinds of. Yeah. Have you posted the map? Not yet. I'm. Oh. Uh, I'm. <laughs> just, just sorry. I'm just showing up just now. No, it's fine. Uh, I'm finishing the map uh, soon. Okay. I have a good half of the trip routed out. Just not all the brewery stops, but I do have the route and and. The, the the Florida Keys part is kind of a personal trip. I just want to go hang out on the beach for a while. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. So I'm going to spend like a week down there, but then the rest is like breweries and shit. And how long are you going for? The whole trip. All year? Uh, about six months mm. at least. Don't give him ideas. Right now, I'm scheduled to come back in October, but eh, we'll see. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, if I like it. If you uh, like it, it's going to be called the Sean and JP grenade <laughs> when you come back. Yeah. What happened? We just yeah. we like watermelon on the walls. What's the problem? Yeah. Is there a clause in your in your contract to be like if you, you can't uh, they can't like dethrone you or, or take your shares of the business if you don't show up? 
No. Like you okay. Like job you can't abandon. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so good. I run the business even when I'm not here. <laughs> but I oh, will say so this. Serious. I will say this. My limit of how long I can be gone is yeah. when my wonderful GM, Kevin, tells me he's fucking quitting if I don't come back. That's yeah. my... So you'll be gone for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my limit there. Right. Plus, as of now, I'm supposed to be back in October to do another event for the city of Concord. But if I can get out of that... I don't know. Yeah, City Bev, of Concord, what of he did mean. Yeah. We'll I'm see. praying. <laughs> okay. What do I have here? Uh, Paul from the Sunshine Coast in Australia writes in. I love Paul. He's the best. He says, G'day, guys. Uh, been listening to the Bamforth show and cringing. Uh, apparently, he had a fanboy moment, too. Um he said, you guys were talking about making an arse of yourselves and meeting your idols, and I had one of those moments. I firstly was excited to reference the BN regarding his hate for cloudy beers and asked a pointed question on turbidity of beer. My half-drunk brain was not listening to the previous ten minutes of conversation on the topic. <laughs> that he was very excited to be there for. Yeah, I stood up, <laughs> made my statement slash question about Warren and JP uh, and the BN and dishwater beer. Yeah. Only to be met with, well, I think we just covered that from Charlie. Highly Bamforth <laughs> in, in his accent. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> I sat down dejected and stupid. Uh, furthermore, I referred to him as Professor Bamforth. Oh, no. Fuck, he says, which, which he uh, revealed to us that he hates. Yeah. He just wants to be called Charlie. Uh, after the formal part of the night, we did have a meet and greet, and I got to meet Charlie and his wife. Uh, he was so very friendly, and they were amazing to talk to. But, and they called security afterwards. Right. <laughs> he says, but I still, to this day, think of how stupid I was at the event. Um, cheers from, from Paul. And he, he sent a photo, because uh, he got a photo with Charlie, and he's the guy's very drunk and smiley. Okay. And Charlie is very British and stoic and not either of those two things. <laughs> right, right. It's very much, it, pretty much if a picture could sum up an email, it would it was be this that. photo, yeah. <laughs> so also, Paul, I just want to say, I can also really relate to how to this day you still like cringe and feel dumb about it. Oh, God. Because, so... You know, I, I'm such a Black Crows fan, and I listen to them all the time, and I've almost ruined the experience for myself by, you know, ruining that fanboy moment. Because at least once an album, I relive the moment where I was such a fucking asshole meeting uh, Christopher, and yeah. So I hate I I, st- I like I you. like I I like physically cringe and shake oh like gosh. once an album. So Should not have done that. Like I, yeah, like I can't shake it off. I can't, you know, unless I like one day get like the chance to meet him again and 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 don't fuck it up. But I, th- I think what you would do is you would try to tell him the story <laughs> and he'd look at you the like first time up, yeah. as if you You're would like, as if he would care. You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> what I need is like a listener who's like a roadie or something. Like remember with yeah. Journey? Yeah, uh, yeah. Journey I need Steve. like to like relay the story. So that the guys like just bring him backstage, like we'll yeah, fix this, yeah, you know. Like, I'll hug him, and it's never going to happen. I'll smoke though. some weed; it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. no, but it's never going to happen. I'm going to live my whole fuck. Oh, see, that'd be the worst. If I got back there and he's like, "Here, smoke this weed with me," and then I'll tell you, uh, then you can tell me whatever story you want. But I need you to smoke this because I'm the worst human being on the planet when I'm high. <sighs> I just I'm so like awkward and fucking. I can't. But if 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 he handed me a joint, I'd be like, You'd "Well, have to do it." <laughs> What are you going to do? It's like Willie Nelson. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say no. No. Yeah. And I'm going to make an ass of myself again. That's right. 
start asking about all his ex-wives or some fucking dumb shit. Well, you know what? If you're lucky, you'll get such bad dry mouth that you can't speak. <laughs> but I'll try it'll just, anyway. Yeah, it'll like glue your mouth closed oh, and you'll God. be great. What's then the you'll be... Justin, what's the problem here? The best. <laughs> then I'll just stare at him creepily. Yeah. Uh, Justin, I imagine he's British. Justin, I, uh, <laughs> he's British. really hoping to... Uh, have you tell me some stories about podcasting? Uh, now he's that's ring- your now he's- British accent? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's not. Hello, my British. name is Ringo. Awful. When he's Ringo. He's not Ringo. I feel like that's this? a Brentwood accent. That's like from where you live now or something. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, Brentwood would be like uh, basically coal rolling everybody and throwing empty cans of Monster Energy drink at, uh, <laughs> out of your giant children. raised <laughs> pickup truck. Yeah. I need to use all right, Paul. Well, listen, I feel for you, and I'm wow. sure... Don't worry. Charlie won't even remember you. You can no. introduce yourself again next time. Yeah. He'll be like, hello, my name is Charlie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they call me George sometimes. <laughs> and she wants to sing a little song. <laughs> but never John. I don't know why. Uh, let's see. Let's do the whole show that way. <laughs> Another New York brewery, uh, Lost Borough Brewing, has invited me to Rochester, New York. Rochester. I love it. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ringo. Uh, I played a show there once. <laughs> drank a beer. An yeah. awkward man came up to me and talked to me. Oh, I had a, Connecticut, right, I had a Connecticut brewery invite me. Okay. That's, that's a reason cool. to go back yeah. to my home. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Jonas Griggs, the head brewer at Great Falls Brewery in North Cannon, Connecticut. He says that my cellarman tells me you'll be traveling through the Northeast. Love to uh, chill and have a beer. Not a listener, huh, Jonas? Yeah. Your cellarman had to take the call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to hear back from you. Well, this is you hearing back from me, by the way. Yeah, tell your cellarman. Hey, cellarman. <laughs> yeah. Tell Jonah. Jonas. 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 I'm going to try. I'll be there. If I go to Connecticut. you got to go to Connecticut. I mean, do I? No. Bruce. <laughs> um, Pull up to your high school reunion in your RV. And just rev the engine for an hour. See, I didn't even go to high school there. It's like I'm, I'm like oh. a weird Connecticut transplant. I have very little history there other than my whole Italian family was there. That's it. That's true. But I wasn't. Right. Uh, Chris writes that. in. He wants me to go into the Ozarks. Um, he says, <laughs> if you if you end up in Missouri, which that's like how you get to Missouri, yeah. right? You end up in Missouri. Yeah. You don't like you don't plan it. I ran out. Like, my brakes caught on fire, and I, I haven't fixed it. It's like Doc Hollywood. Yeah. You know, you spin out. You wind up, and, yeah. and you go, well, fuck it. The closest one to fix that RV is in uh, is in Missouri. That's so right. if you end up in Missouri, he says, come to the Bee's Knees Brewing from Lake of the Ozarks. Be glad to have you. Um, we're in Versailles. 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 I wonder how classy Versailles. No offense, Missouri. Yeah. But I'm very curious about Versailles. I want to know how the locals say Versailles. Because apparently, Versailles? so like, but I'm talking to Warren every yeah. once in a while. He says that up there in, in Washington, yeah. you don't pronounce Spanish names, Hispanic names, the way you would. So you wouldn't say San Jose. You'd, You'd say, say Josie? Yeah. And that's how people know that you're not local. Really? And I don't know if that's true, because Warren is a complete insane I, person. Yeah. But he was having locals tell him that. And I'm like, okay. So this is their they're like fucking punking them. Uh, first but I wonder of all, if it's Versalis. In, Versalis, you know right. what I mean? First of all, I Versailles. forbid you to talk to Beardy anymore. I don't know what you're doing. Because no. he's dead to us. What do you mean, oh, why? Well, that's true. Well, it's about work. If that helps you, makes you feel... Comfortable. Okay, but only work. Oh, yeah, what, are you kidding me? Do you think like, I care what Warren has to say? 
<laughs> anyway, I hope Versailles is like gorgeous. I hope Versailles, Missouri is like nothing I've ever seen. Well, when the coal plant shut down, <laughs> everyone left. All the massage parlors left. He does say it's halfway between Kansas City and St. Louis. So um, Perfect. That gives know. me a good... He says, we're long-time listeners and appreciate what the BN is doing for the industry. Oh, well, then uh, I, I love it there. Chris, I just may make it through Missouri, so um, I'll reach out to you if I do. would love to see it. Uh, okay, Kevin in Dixon. He says, howdy, I thought I'd suggest that since Justin is on the wagon, mm-hmm. now would be a good time to brush up on the BJCP exam. And, and, well, how long and that? activate those sensory nerves on his palate. Yeah. He says there's a new and easier to use score sheet. And uh, I just may have a newfound appreciation for beer. Uh, anyway, I, it wouldn't be brushing up for me. It would be it like literally learning. At, yeah. <laughs> And just because I'm sober does not mean I'm not the same lazy fuck I've always been. There is no chance I would do it. Not that I don't think it's a valuable service, you know, that the BJCP and and judges offer to the homebrewing community. But I just don't think it's for me. I mean... It's I not. just I get so It's barely for me. And I do a <laughs> right. show on it. So right. yeah. <laughs> I just get bored so easily. And and I'm not gonna lie, I really get bored talking about beer. Yeah. Like outside of the show, yeah. you know, listeners who have met me and like actually paid attention know that they just start talking beer with me and it just glaze over it instantly. Like, and I'm just talking, like, I was like, Where are we eating dinner later? That's all you're thinking about. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, bring me a beer, sure. <laughs> Taste a beer? Absolutely. Right. Talk about it? It's an imperial porter you have here. (laughs) Uh, This is water. And whatever. Yeah. I mean, I like talking about it on the show, but that's like, that's three hours out of my week. Done. Sure. You know the rest? You like to take a break. Yeah. That's okay. What about you, Sully? You talk about beer a lot when you're not at work? (laughs) Well, I like the way it just like uh, collateral damage. Because you got to talk beer at events. Well, okay. I mean, look, we're beer professionals. I'm sure you know, you know, you, you sometimes need to take a break. Absolutely. I, you know, I don't. I don't go home and talk about beer with my son or my dog. <laughs> we just don't talk about that kind of thing. We talk about, you know, what are we going to have for dinner? And, but if you're, uh, like, at the bar, right, what, yeah. and and someone doesn't know who you are, like, it's not a 2 a event, and you're not Sully, yeah. you don't, like, turn to your neighbor and go, well, this is a really interesting IPA, isn't it? Like, you don't do no, that. No, yeah. I don't, I don't, I invariably don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Interact that way, right? That's not my style, though, right? And nothing against like beer geeks who do that. I'm just not one of them. Yeah, I just keep to myself. I mean, look, you know, in this industry, you're on a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and you and you sometimes don't want to be on, and you just you know want to. Right. Be Sean. Right. So you order your Cosmo and you just I sit there by yourself. Cosmo. I do, yeah. And I sit there and I talk about uh, the comics. <laughs> comics. You and JP now. Oh, I love comics. Oh, so um, Code is listening to the show. Code. Right. Code. And he sent yeah. me an article from the Riverfront Times on how to pronounce shit in Missouri. Okay. Oh, that's right, because he's from Missouri. Versailles is on the list. Okay. And they pronounce it Versailles. No, oh, wow. that's what it says. I don't Why know. I don't know if it? this is. I don't know if this is you know accurate or not. But well, if Code says it's accurate, I believe him. Wait, uh, why name it Versailles if you're not going <laughs> to like? You know, you, I mean, you want to show up and say where is your palace of Versailles? I don't understand. But I just like then don't use the fucking name. Versailles. I don't yeah. understand. I don't know either, man. But there's a whole there's a whole bunch of them. Kimborough, Kimbrew is how you pronounce it. 
I don't know. Wow. Apparently, Missourians are uh, nuts. So there you go. I mean, are there uh, clearly there was French influence at some point? Did they all get killed off or something, and then it's just become Versailles <laughs> after that? Uh, I got to get a postcard from Versailles and send it to my friends in Versailles and see what they think. Boyd Arc, B O I S D apostrophe A R C, Boyd Arc. Yeah, it's pronounced Bo Dark. <laughs> I love Missouri. Bo Dark. I can't wait to go. Bona B O N A. Bana. Now that that's just being weird. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's doing it on purpose. That's just going. You know what? Fuck everybody else. We're going to say it the way we say it. Yeah. Go to Versailles. You know, <laughs> can't wait to go. You to see Versailles. that all over the place, like you know, <laughs> like uh, Massachusetts Worcester. Yeah, yeah. Worcester. Doesn't look like Worcester. It looks like War Worcester. I can't even say that. Yeah, word. I mean, it, I guess maybe if it's their accent, but I yeah. think that is just deliberate slaughtering of the English language. Well, not even the English language, or the French language. The French. And so then, who cares? Yeah. Now I'm now I'm for the Missourians. Who cares? Because like <laughs> it's only French. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like the Louisianans. Yeah. Have the French influence, but they keep the pronunciation. But the Missourians were like, no, nah, sort of. Yeah, I mean, we that, don't like them French. Yeah, no, you know, we like them enough to take their name, but not enough to pronounce it like they. That's you know. true. What's the history of that town? Is it? Are we? Maybe that has nothing to even do with France. But maybe it's why, uh, a guy no. named Versailles. <laughs> you know, planted right, a like, tree, and they named a the town after him. Good point. Well, it's spelt Versailles. <laughs> I don't know. I'm spending too much time on this already. It's like a new, it's a new show, Cities of America. We spent more time on it here than I'm going to spend in Missouri. I think, which is not necessarily true. Uh, yeah, it's, it's named after the French, so there you mm-hmm. go. Named after the Palace of Versailles in France. Wow. Okay. If I go, it won't be till like August, and isn't it like one of the most humid? States on it's, Earth. Or it'll something? be there in the South. It's going to be humid. Yeah, yeah. August definitely. Mm-hmm. But it's in the Ozarks in the mountains. So I wonder That's if it's like as s- humid or maybe it's a little less. Oh, I see. I was thinking the opposite. Thing. Well, so You're right. in August, uh, highs typically are ninety-two in Ozark. Oh, it's Arkansas. What's the humidity though? Um, oh, that's Arkansas. Oh man, yeah, ninety-two, but four billion. Lake Ozark, Missouri. Mm-hmm. What about Versailles? Just look up Versailles. Yeah, I, can't, I don't want to, now. Versailles. I, look up Versailles, then. This show is now sponsored by Versailles, by the, tourist, <laughs> yeah, the tourism, tourism department. Yeah. Versailles. I can't figure it out, and by the time I sit and really dig into it, we'll be on to the next thing. So okay. It's going to be uh, terrible. Well, we got to move on anyway. That's our feedback for you today, and uh, thanks to everybody who wrote in. Um, I will be reaching out to, to breweries that I can uh, put along the stop and let you uh, know information and what is required and all of that. <laughs> well, you have like a right. No, like you have to show up. You have, I, look. This is what I need. Sort of, kind of, um, sort of. It's about sixty percent humidity. Sixty percent. Oh, that's like that's not bad. That's the bay. That's fine. I'm gonna need a bed. Nope. M and M's. Yep. And uh, seltzer water. Seltzer water. Yeah. Some apples. <laughs> Cranberry juice. And every other some album. Attractive right. females M&Ms. and meals yeah. around you. Right. You have to oh. import Zachary's pizza from the Bay Area. <laughs> it has to be flown in. Yeah. You got to fly in, fly in some Zachary's. You got to give me uh, at least one super burrito. Because uh, you can't get those uh, elsewhere in the U.S. Not good ones anyway. Oh, it would be funny what? if that happened and like people are all like you know worked up about getting the Zachary pizza over here like in Calgary. It would be amazing. <laughs> and it shows up. Yeah. 
I'll just be yeah. like, thanks. That's good radio. Won't even. I have to like pretend it's not cool. Like, oh, that's cool. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was on the rider. It's supposed to be here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're supposed to do. I'm supposed to be proud of you that you did your job. Yeah. Thanks. Can you deliver thanks. it to my RV, please? Yeah. I want it sitting on my table when I get back. <laughs> Let's do the show. <laughs> Take your shoes off before you go in. <laughs> What if I'm just a? What if I just turn into a real we fucking just turn asshole? Turn into Ringo and say peace and yeah. love, peace and love. Hello, I'm Ringo Starr. <laughs> yes, I'm Justin. Just with Zachary's pizza. Uh, I want a pizza that's uh, not very good. <laughs> now I'm good. now wow. I'm Robin Williams. Ooh, ooh I'm Robin Williams. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the session, and when we come back, Crucible Brewing out of Washington. Hang in there. <laughs> to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. And as promised, we've got Crucible Brewing out of the state of Washington. You can go to cruciblebrewing.com. And Dick Mergens is hanging out with us today. Dick, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me today. Did I pronounce it right even after I asked you? Yeah. Sometimes I do that. Just like Jurgens. Okay, good. Yeah. Sometimes (laughs) I'll ask and then I say the name 20 seconds later completely wrong. Anyway. Wait, what did you say? It sounds like what? Like Jurgens hand lotion. How how often do you say that? Uh, All the time. (laughs) Wow. That's really... Yeah, I quite, fre- quite frequently get Mergens. Right. Mergens. Yeah. There you go. Go to cruciblebrewing.com. And uh, Dick came all the way down from Washington, brought a bunch of beer with you, which we appreciate. Oh, of course. Now, I want to jump right into something, um, because you have a history with Sully here. There's, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> there's some connection between you being a professional brewer and Sully. Wait, hold on a second. You're not... How old are you? Because I don't think you could be my son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sully, I just want to say right now, it's if like, that ever did happen, I would totally do it on air. I conceived at GABF. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love this. My, uh, ma- my, my mother's a bartender at Falling Rock, if you don't remember, <laughs> in the basement. Oh, my God. She told me the story. You're like, which one? Uh, <laughs> which one? Uh, no, oh but boy. you have some connection with Sully and you being a pro. Uh, yeah, just, uh, well, not necessarily being a pro, but, uh, opening my own place. Okay. Um, I, I'd been a professional for a few years, but I, uh, in 2013, 2014, I won the, uh, Glenn Hay Falconer Foundation scholarship. I remember that. Yeah. So, uh, what is it? Falling Skies, uh, where they had the, uh, the award ceremony for the evening. Okay. I met Sully for the first time. I, uh, talked with him and, you know, we'd all been drinking. He, so he asked me, he's like, Hey, what, what are you going to do with this? This scholarship. education. Scholarship, yeah. What are you going to do with the education? Uh, so I, you know, gave the basic answer. I'm going to hopefully use it to, pro- you know, progress my career. Maybe be a, a head brewer at one of the bigger places where I can make a little bit of money. Okay. Yeah. And he said, "Fuck that shit. <laughs> Open your own place." Yeah. <laughs> so, that must have been so, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. When you were still hopeful. <laughs> so 
Um, so you so, did. So I did. I, I, oh, I was uh, joking about that. Dude. But, uh, yeah, yeah I was. What kind of maniac does that? Barley wine talking that night. Yeah. Oh, you man. did it? You did a it? Of, yeah. A lot of good beer that night, actually. So, but you won the What does one have to do to win that scholarship from for the, the Glen Hay Falconer Scholarship? Uh, so that is a, um, it's an application process where you go through and answer a bunch of questions in an essay form. Okay. And then you have to go to a number of uh, professional breweries and get letters of recommendation and i see yeah so you have to have some chops already to get the scholarship yeah but it's actually open for home brewers as well okay so yeah you and then you you know you submit your application and then there's a panel we read it we talk about it and then we vote on who wins nice yeah, yeah. and Sully's on one of the one of the committees yeah. right okay. I have, yeah on and off i've been back and forth between the siebel one and then the american brewers guild and yeah. you got the oh. siebel one i got one of the siebel ones yeah excellent yeah so you go and you do that but you had been a professional brewer uh, before then as well uh yeah yeah, I, I think it. Uh, I I can't remember exactly how long I, it, it had been. Less than two years at the time that I actually did it. I worked at Mac and Jacks in Redmond okay. at the time okay. that I actually won the scholarship. So, Got it. Yeah. Didn't you work at Red Hook at some point? I did actually. I worked. So I worked at Mac and Jacks for three years, and then after that, I spent a brief amount of time at Hi Fi, and then I worked at Red Hook for a year before opening Crucible. Who was the head brewer at the time that you were at Red Hook? Oh, Do you remember? Man. Uh well see here. Uh Nick Crandall was the innovation brewer. Okay. The uh head brewer I, mm, I'm I'm trying to remember his name. That guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's not who I was thinking. So wait, hold on, so, just back up for a second. Yeah. You know, get, bring him back to me. Um so, uh, yeah. were you thinking like I don't want to open my own place and then I said open up your own place? Yeah, the way well, I said it, was, it. it was, and it was like, was that a force? Was, was that was it, the moment you were it like, was I, that influential. I have yes. to listen to Sully. It's like you used the force on me. Yeah. <laughs> wow, was it really though? Like from that point, <laughs> Justin, you I thought, think it is. Uh, oh, I mean, he we, said so. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to interrogate the man further? No, just yeah, yeah, right. so. He said right. absolutely right. nothing else that night to me. He's just like, fuck that shit. Open your own place. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So then you go to Siebel, and you work at breweries after that. Yeah, I continued at at Mac and Jack's for. A little okay. while before going to Hi-Fi and Red Hook. And then finally I was like, hey, you know, I think I got enough experience. I think I can handle this now. Got it. So Okay. And do you have partners in the brewery? Or? Uh, I do. I actually have uh, my um, best friend and hetero life mate. Uh, he's been my best friend since I was wow. like 11 or 12 years old. Okay. Uh, his name is Sean Dowling. And uh, yeah, he, I kind of just drug him into it with me. Okay. Yeah. So it's just the two of you. Uh, yeah, we're the we're the main part. We've got a couple of like, minor investors. Okay, because uh, neither but, of you is like independently wealthy. Is sort of what I'm getting no, at. No, yeah. I, was, I was a brewer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, but yeah, uh, we we have a we've a couple people that account for about nine percent of the company, and then Sean and I own the rest. When did you open Crucible? Uh, we opened in 2015. Okay, and yeah. where does the name come from? Uh, we kind of looked at the uh, the whole Crucible as uh, very much the scientific and like purpose of the Crucible. Uh, it's used in a lot of different fields, a lot of like metalworking and like pharmaceuticals, electricians' works, uh, and it always has the same purpose, which is basically to put all of your stuff in and then heat it up and come out with something different. Okay. In a nutshell, that's beer. I like so, that. Yeah. 
Excellent. Yeah, I like that. I, th- I just so you're not like you didn't open like an old foundry or anything like that. You're just, no, yeah, no, okay. nothing like that. I, I always joke with my customers though that I named it because I'm a big Arthur Miller fan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. Yeah, and like oh, who's got the big head? Exactly. <laughs> Look at the brain on this one. Well, I uh, read a lot. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've been open a few years already. Yeah. All right. Do you distribute outside of the brewery? Uh, we do actually. Uh, we've uh, self distributed. We're lucky, lucky in Washington that we're actually able to do that. We uh, we self distributed for the first uh, four years, and about three months ago, we actually signed a, a contract with uh, Columbia Distributing. Okay. So, talk to me about that. Is it kind of a whole different ball game? Is it difficult to, when you sign up with a distributor? Do you feel like you're signing your life away? Uh, to, to a certain extent. I mean, uh, we we had a lot of loyal customers and loyal uh, shops that sold our product. That uh, we just not all of them liked the change. Okay, um, but uh, for the for the most part, uh, we've had a pretty easy transition. So, um, you don't do any more self distribution now that you've signed up with this, or uh, we we got we got. We're kind of fortunate uh, with that. Most uh, most of the time, you have to kind of agree to give everything, of, everything, everything. Okay. everything to them. So we've we've got the two different locations. We've got one in Woodenville, and that's uh, considerably larger than our uh, our original location in Everett. Okay, uh, but our Everett location produces so small volume that they don't really want anything from there. I see. And it's just way too difficult to try to manage all of our brands. We've we've done 120 different beers in the last uh, four years. Wow. And, okay. Yeah, and um, so we got it put into our contract that we're still allowed to self-distribute stuff out of Everett. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Now, was there anything nerve-wracking for you about signing up with a distributor? Uh, there, there is. Um, I'm still the only brewer <laughs> between okay. the two locations, so I, uh, oh, wow. I was, a, I was very worried about being able to actually keep up with production. Ah, so, so you're not, you weren't worried about like, oh, I'm, I'm losing control or like things are going to be different. You were just worried, shit, they're going to sell more beer than I maybe I can make. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I yeah. see. It, well, takes, that's a good it takes that headache away. I mean, it, you're it not does. you're not schlepping around kegs. You're not chasing accounts. You're exactly. Not, or checks. Exactly. You know, and dealing with deposits and exactly. all that. Mm-hmm. You're just losing twenty nine percent margin, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just a, it's a it's a lower margin, but it's a lot less headache. Yeah, yeah. Does a distributor pay you like to sign that contract? Is there like a signing bonus um, or something? So we uh, we heard rumor of this. Yeah, so have uh, so, I. And I've never really actually asked anybody uh, about it. So we'd we'd been we'd been self distributing for about three and a half years at the time that uh, that we started our negotiations and I I told him I was like I'm I'm a distributor, you're buying me. Okay. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we actually did get a signing bonus. Okay. So, yeah. so that is not an uncommon thing for distributors to do. Uh, I don't know how common or uncommon it is, but if you're a new brewery and you're going into it, like, yeah. uh, and you are self-distributing, tell like make that a point. Okay. Because yeah, your hand, you know, the way if they if one distributor had been selling your beer and then another distributor wanted to buy this distribution rights, they would sell them like for a certain multiple. I you see. Know, based on you know whatever. You know, number you come up with, but um, yeah. So that so it makes absolute sense. You yeah. know, if you're self distributing, yeah. that you would you know you would sell your rights. That makes absolute sense. Yeah. Is it a double edged sword in the sense that if you wanted to take distribution back yourself, you would then have to buy yourself out? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, the contract that we signed actually has us listed for uh, three years gross profit. I see. Yeah. That's what your buyout would be. Yeah. So basically, yeah, thirty percent total dollars uh, times three. So you, I hope you like this distributor. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm. Uh 
liking them so far. I really, I really enjoy them. I'm not, not having too hard of a time. I, I've worked in the industry long enough to kind of, and I've dealt with this distributor specifically okay. uh, through uh, through Mac and Jacks when I worked. There. Do you have your own sales team out running around? Or? I do. Okay. Yeah, Erica, she's fantastic. So that's so good. That's kind of <laughs> so. that was part of my next question. That I guess, especially with so many breweries now, part of my worry with signing up with a distributor would be like. What are you going to do for me? Like you have so many brands, and are you going to rep mine? Was how did you select a distributor? And with those concerns, uh, that was uh, a pretty big concern because Columbia is huge. There, I think okay. they're I think they're the biggest in Washington. Okay, um, but in, and they've got a lot of different brands. I mean, they represent like Firestone and you know got like up, yeah. up there and like so we're we're not in in the grand schemes of, scheme of things. We're like a pretty low on the totem pole for All right. them. All right. um, but one of the issues that they had is they didn't really have anything north of Seattle. Okay. So uh, when when they came in and we, we talked about signing with them, they decided – or we, we kind of talked about pushing us north. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, up in Bellingham, like, there's pretty much a monopoly, like, on it. Like, people people don't buy beer outside of Bellingham up there. It's, really? It's a really interesting <laughs> dynamic. Hyper-local. It, it's, yeah, it's hyper-local. So we're – we're able to. I mean, they do have chuck and nuts. So yeah, no, chuck and nuts. They're not. They're not. Uh, yeah, they're not they're, hating life. No, they are not hating life. Bellingham makes some fantastic beers. Okay. Um, yeah. But you know, Columbia, the distributor, did not have anybody. So you north. gave them something to showcase. Exactly. North. Okay. Yeah. So that was a, that was a big thing, and they've been pushing it on the Everett North teams. Okay. Uh, I mean, we we get a we get a few sales uh, from outside of like the the Greater Seattle and Everett North area, but for the most part, it's. Everett North towards Bellingham. Okay. Yeah. And then as Sully asked, you keep your own sales team too? Yes. And does that sales team, they go out just like they would normally, but they send orders to the distributor when they make a sale? Uh, for the most part, yeah. They uh, okay. they, they visit uh, accounts that uh, are serviced by our distributor and they, uh, they drop off samples and... Sure. Yeah. Okay. Still try to make new, uh, new contacts and just tell them, order through the distributor. Got it. So... I'm always curious about this stuff, and I do feel like things are so different now. That and and, and distributors are just like breweries. Distributors are consolidating too, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's happening. <laughs> 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 there aren't that many. Um, uh, there's not as many players out there in the distribution game as there once was. And I'm not yeah. too well versed on this. I just hear tidbits about it. But even right here in the Bay Area, there was like a major consolidation yeah. recently, right? The Reyes Group bought DBI, which yep. was a which was big huge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, all that stuff just would make me nervous. So I'm glad. Thank you for being so uh, forthcoming about the whole thing. Oh, absolutely. Well, we've got some of your beer in our glass. Yeah. And uh, you brought JP a Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was listening to last week's show and he was actually, I heard him saying about, uh, I want a lager. (laughs) Yeah. So this Um, is an Arc Furnace Pilsner. Yeah, this is an Arc Furnace Pilsner. Tell us about Uh, that. This is a uh, German style pils. It's made with Hallertau hops. Uh, It's a real simple malt bill uh, done with, um, this one is Imperial Yeast. Um, the harvest strain. Okay. So yeah, yeah. originally we uh, we used the white white yeast um, Munich Lager too. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But you switched over. We, to- sw- we switched over to Imperial. It uh, just um, I've, I've got a really good relationship with the sales rep. They actually did a collaboration with us um, for Eastside Beer Week okay. in our area. So this is a nice beer. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Are you uh, just doing draft? Or are you doing? Uh- Bottles or cans? Uh, we are cans. S- 
Yeah, we we are currently draft only, but we actually have our first scanning date scheduled on April 9th. Ah, oh, nice, yeah. nice. That's going to be a fun date. Yeah, that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> done it. I've done it at other places before, and it's not a fun day. But <laughs> we we've got one of the mobile canners coming in to do that for us. So enjoy. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. So you say it's a German pills, right? Is yes. it all German ingredients? Also, uh, it it is. Um, I actually use Great Western uh, Superior Pills on this one. Okay. For, yeah. And then the hops are uh, Halitau? Uh, yeah, Halitau yep. Metal Fruit. Yes. It's got a nice firm bitterness like a good uh, German yeah. pill should. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. But still um, sort of that nice perfumey malt. Yeah, yeah. Not as soft as a Bow Pills, right? Which right. is yeah. clearly what you're going for. Um, do you uh, filter or fine? Uh, we do fining. We use uh, Nalco. Uh, what is it? Nalco 1072. Okay. Yeah. And is this yeah. like a real lager? Do you, is it in the tank a while? Or you do it's like the a, fast it's the, lager. It's in the tank for about uh, about five weeks. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you've got the tank space for that. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, you don't let you. <laughs> I have, I, we we don't necessarily have the uh, tank space, but we. Uh, um, I've got one tank that I kind of set aside, and I'm okay. like, okay, there's always going to be a logger in this tank. Nice. Yeah. If your distributor is listening, he does it fast, okay? The yeah. Beer's, <laughs> the beer's on its way. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, well, if they start selling more of the Pilsner, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll allocate more tank space. There you go. <laughs> and you're the, right. only, you're the only brewer? Uh, I'm the only full-time brewer. I have, I have, uh, I have an assist. I have an assistant that works uh, in between his breaks in college. Who comes in, and uh, so I get him for like about three weeks every quarter. This sounds a little shady. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> three weeks every quarter. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. So this is this is about the time that I actually get to like take a little time and fix stuff that broke. And oh, I see. You know. Okay, you get to catch uh, up every. Yeah, but he uh, and he works one day a week for me. Wow. Uh, he's my only train brewer. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Levi, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, you know, so. And is that just a, a scale thing? You're just not ready to take on that uh, the investment of another brewer yet? Uh, uh, yeah, we're we're at the the tail end of uh, paying off all all of our startup costs. Okay. Um, yeah, we because we're we're just hitting year five now. So um, got it. And realistically, I mean, up until we just recently signed with the distributor, we uh, we didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I was able to handle that. We've got uh, twelve tanks between two locations. Okay. So, and you're uh, brewing at both locations. Yeah, I brew at both locations. How far oh. away is Everett from Woodenville? Uh, it's about twenty miles. Okay, for some yeah. reason, uh, but the, yeah. the 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 good news is that I actually live in between them. Okay, <laughs> so, so uh, my my commute is the same uh, depending on traffic. I have to so. tell you, this is a first on this show that a brewery has two locations <laughs> and you're and you're in two places at once. Yeah, Do you, and you're the only guy doing it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> except for the except for the guy who's at college just getting laid and then comes back yeah. to work one day a week. Oh, he's quarter. getting laid all yeah. the time. Yeah. He's in nursing school. There's like nothing but him hanging <laughs> he, around. He, wor- <laughs> he works for penicillin. He just like yeah. <laughs> pay for my antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, it's cheap. Uh, <laughs> Ten years will be prep. Do you? Do you enjoy it? Do you still Sorry. like being in the brew house every day? I love it. This place is you my do. this is my happy place. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So when you're in there brewing, you just you love it. You're, yeah, you're, okay. absolutely. I like that. Then that's not. I don't. I don't think rare is the right word, but it it, does, it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. You know that that you know because you've been at it for a little while now. Yeah. So, but it hasn't lost its magic and. No, it hasn't. Well, like I have major ADHD, so I mean, okay. I, as, as I mentioned earlier, we're on like about 120 distinct recipes. Wow. So I uh 
Are they I, all in your head? Or do you have can you, They're all can in you my head. I haven't, written, right I, haven't, I haven't written down anything. Are they really all in your yeah. head? Uh, to, probably not. I probably couldn't remember <laughs> right. all of them. They're all on untapped. Okay. Oh, there you That's go. That's, your head. That's good. Yeah. Are you are you a control freak too? Will you have difficulty when you when you can hire another brewer like letting go? I don't. I don't really think so. I okay. mean, my my uh, bar staff might think differently, but yeah. <laughs> for, for the I most don't believe part. it. I think you will. Yeah. I was that way yeah. when I when I hired my first brewer. I was like, uh, okay, um, I'm just going to step out of the brewery for just four feet, and that means I'm not here, but I'm still watching. So like, I would never have wanted to work for you at that time. I remember you also, and you, you weren't. You know, I'm not saying you were an asshole or anything, but you were like an that asshole. was your baby. Yeah, and it had been forever. Well, it's the thing I've talked to other brewers who've like who used to do it every day and then they've had to step back because of you know business or whatever it is and it's like you, you you're a lot of your identity is like in that brewery like right. you think oh yeah i'm a brewer yeah 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 well but when was the last time you brew i uh yeah um <laughs> right i never about have brewing. yeah <laughs> yeah so there's definitely that going on. You know, it's sure. funny because today I had to go do something at the pub in San Francisco, 563 Second Street. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I was in there. I was a media thing. And uh, sometimes I'm on TV. Yeah, okay. uh, anyway, it happens. Yeah. Uh, and I and there was an issue with, like, some a keg in the back. So Rob Strauss, our general manager, comes back. He goes, like, hey, Philly, can you come check this out? And I go in the back, and I was, like, pulling tools out. And I'm, like, working. You know, I'm walking on top of kegs. And I'm going, fuck, man, this is amazing. <laughs> I just want to do this all day. Wow. Yeah. So it never leaves you. Speaking but of sometimes it leaves you. <laughs> speaking of media things, Sully, I'm your only radio show now, right? Didn't K Fog, who you were a regular yes. on, you were the beer guy. Didn't yeah. they they like went under or Fire got bought you? or whatever? <laughs> no, they um, they flipped the station to. Uh, it's like talk or some it's, shit. Yeah, now. it's part of Cumulus, and Cumulus owns KNBR, mm. and so now it's the it's the FM uh, signal Sports. for the AM station. Okay, mm. so, we'll talk yeah. about this off air. I'm, I'm always fascinated by that stuff. Yeah. So now you're just brewing that. Yeah, and whatever the, TV stuff you're doing. It's a good old brewing network. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have another beer in our glass. We, you also brought JP an IPA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this, so is your, this is your flag, flagship IPA? Uh, this is our flagship IPA. This one's called Flintlock IPA. It's uh, um, I like to refer to it as a fusion IPA. It's not, uh, not necessarily the same as a, a, like a New England or a Northwest. Okay. Um, I, I bitter it. It's it's still so it's got, got like a firm. Yeah. I haven't tasted yeah. it yet, but you're yeah. saying it has it like a firm, a firm bitterness. bitterness. Yeah, it smells so, awesome. It has yeah. a good aroma. The aroma is so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one of the hops I haven't tasted here. it yet. Uh, this yeah. one is Mosaic Amarillo and Mandarina Bavaria. Can't go wrong yeah. there. So he's like, yeah. you, need, you need twelve yeah. more hops in this. All those cheater hops, you know, <laughs> and a Zaka. And oh, Zaka. Uh, I do. I I brought you guys a beer with a Zaka in it. Nice. So, yeah. uh, Thank you. Is it? Does it have double a Zaka? It does. It's, du- <laughs> it's double the Zaka. It's actually called yeah. a Zaka squared. For good measure. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great IPA. Yeah. Thank you. I can see what you mean. How it's kind of in the middle between uh, northeast. It's yeah. got a little bit of the of the like northeast hazy mouth feel. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. But yeah. then with 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 bitterness, is this would this be a Midwest IPA then? I don't, yeah, the, let's call it a Midwest right IPA. In, yeah, I like I like that. <laughs> there you go. You can have that. You can have that. I yeah. think you might be onto something there. Uh, <laughs> But you also said that it's kind of like Northwest. What makes a Northwest IPA? Uh, well, I mean, Northwesters usually have like a like a, a decent sweetness to them, while okay. still being aggressively like bitter and 
So more yeah. than like a straight West Coast IPA, yeah. which would yeah. would not have much. It'd be drier if it was a yeah. West Coast. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the Northwest ones generally have like a like a good like caramel malt and. I think uh, that adds yeah. to the mouthfeel uh, that it, that you have in there. That's kind yeah. of like a Northeast. So yeah, that's a good beer. That's Thank nice you. Beer. Thank you. Great choice of hops too. Thank you. Like yes. you said, cheater hops. Yeah, they're right? cheater hops. Yeah, <laughs> cheater hops. Are they the same hops in the kettle and the dry hop? Correct. Yeah. And the like just three and three in both uh, uh, varieties. Is that what you said? So three uh, I, I dry hop twice in this beer. Okay. Uh, the first dry hop is just done with mandarina and mosaic. Okay. Uh, and then the final dry hop is done with all three. Got it. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the first technical question I've asked okay, a long gotcha. time. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. Have you... What did is 12-volt electricity? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a story about that for know. later. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, hop creep. Is that something that you've run into with beers like this, especially when you're dry hopping twice? Have you run into hop creep issues? Uh, I have not ran into any hop creep issues. So, and then just to be yeah, clear but, for listeners, like, so y- yeah. you're not like gaining diacetyl or, or increased ABV by large doses of dry hopping. Like no, this. I have, I haven't run into any issues at all. Wow. Uh, I think yeah, everybody wants like, to know your secret I mean, like, then. <laughs> 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 it's just never been a thing. You've never yeah. noticed like a rise after say your uh, second dry hop. Well, and like I, I give it time too, though. Okay. And, like I take my final gravity, like post dry hop. I see. So, and I, I give it time. I taste it. And, uh, one, once there's no detectable diacetyl, that's when I crash all of my beers. Okay. So from kettle yeah. to, to keg, how, how long is this beer in the tank uh, with that this, much dry hopping? This is about 13 days. Okay. Yeah. So not, Usually. Not, not, it's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. It's fast enough. Nice, big, healthy pitch of yeast then? Oh, absolutely. What yeast is in this beer? Uh, this one is Imperial Juice. Okay. Yeah. They just call it juice. Perfect. Yeah. What do you ferment it at? Uh, 72. Okay. Oh, that's warm. Yeah. But it just stays, because I don't think it's overly estery or anything. No. It just stays no. nice and clean at 72. Yeah, I, I've had a really good uh, success at that. So how long is primary at that temperature? Like two days? <laughs> uh, it's it's about three or four, yeah. It's pretty fast, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's a good beer. Yeah. All right, I want to take a break here, but only because I want to talk more about yeast with you, and I feel like we can go on for a little while about that. <laughs> I have in my notes that... Um, you're not really a fan of even having like a house yeast. No, I hate the idea of a house yeast. Okay. Yeah, you are ADHD, dude, for sure. <laughs> He's like, Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to be in two places at once and I want more to do. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like classic homebrew. You know, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just don't like profit, you know? <laughs> I'm just going to buy yeah. all of the yeast. Yeah. <laughs> right. You and me both. I don't know. We just keep making poor decisions. All right. Yeah. Hang in there. When we come back, we're going to talk yeast with Crucible Brewing. We'll be right back. had this much fun since Doc fell off a stripper pole. All right, welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are still talking with Crucible Brewing. You can go to cruciblebrewing.com and check them out. You can visit them in either Everett or, what is it, Woodenville? Woodenville, yeah. Woodenville, there you go. And, uh, yeah, you'll find Dick at either one brewing, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It just depends on the day. Possibly bartending. <laughs> so before the break, uh, we were just talking about you, and you don't believe in having a, a house uh, yeast strain. That is correct. It, explain that to me. So uh, I, my philosophy on beer is I don't necessarily make beer. I make yeast food. Okay. All right. Uh, and the yeast makes the beer. Got it. So I 
get a different strain for almost every beer that I make. No kidding. Yeah. So, no wonder you're well, not making any yeah. money. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so, well, uh, you know, there's a little bit of overlap. Like, I, you know, if I, I, I do my Scottish ale and my bourbon barrel, the Todd, which we're going to try okay. later. Like, those those are the same yeast so there's strain. Yeah, now, there's a little bit of overlap. Let me clarify, too. Are you buying a pitchable pitch then every time, or are you able to grow your own a bit? Uh, I Prop it up. I do. Yeah. I, I'm lucky that I have a smaller system in Everett, and okay. I, so uh, a lot of the time I'll I'll buy either a really large amount of smack packs from our local homebrew store that I uh, really? have a tattoo of. <laughs> you, you can give the name. Yeah. What's the homebrew uh, store? Micro Homebrew in Kenmore. Okay, yeah, they they actually uh, sponsored us in our on, in our expansion to the second location. So. In, re- in exchange yeah. for a tattoo on your arm? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I sold <laughs> wow. my body. Never <laughs> let him meet Dave Marley. Right, you shall never meet. You know, so. I've sent you a lot of proposals in 15 years. Um, why not I, do an A, Ted? I don't know why you haven't upped your game I, yet. I've got another, well, we'll for, I got another yeah. forum, Sully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are responsible for Crucible. You are. You yeah, are we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. later. I would like to see that happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like to do it. But uh, So you'll so, go buy a bunch of smack packs. I, I have been known to do that. I, I okay. will, I'll take like a half barrel off the batch uh, of beer that I brew before and breed up. Okay. Uh, to to be able to do the next one, or uh, or I will just order a new pitch for my seven barrel and move it to my larger system. So, so how many tanks do you have total? For uh, uh, I have twelve, I think. So, 11, are you 11? saying that at any given time there could be eleven or twelve different strains going? Absolutely, too? no kidding. Wow. Yeah. And is that just because you you like the variety that yeast offers in in the flavor? Absolutely, I absolutely, see. yeah. Like i i like uh, I like the idea that uh, each individual yeast produces its, uh, its own character. Yeah, and uh, I just play with it. You know, if you're going to be a master of anything (laughs) in brewing, yeast is like the thing to be. Yeast is the thing. You know, like there's a bunch of hop guys out there, and there's a we've talked to malt guys, but it's very rare that somebody comes in and is like, oh no, I want all the yeast, and I want to know about all the yeast, (laughs) and I want to... Yeah, that's my thing. (laughs) That's really cool, though. I mean, it's difficult. It is difficult, but I mean, if you kind of peel back the financial part, uh, (laughs) I mean, the idea that you're using a specific yeast for a specific style of beer, that, you know, that that makes sense, but... I mean, props to you. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I do. I do use a lot of like, like the imperial juice uh, is what I use for my hazy IPAs. Okay, I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So, if you kind of dial in a beer that you're going to repeat, you exactly. don't just keep changing the yeast on yeah. that. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, like, so for uh, your one-offs or something you're experimenting with to maybe even become a regular, you might change the yeast. Absolutely. Yeah. Usually, usually my different yeasts are on my smaller system, and I will. Uh, I'll just throw out whatever I think this beer should represent. Okay. Uh, but uh, my my main beer. I mean, Flintlock is like sixty percent of what I sell. That the IPA, so okay, uh, and that's the same yeast. Yeah, that's what the are same, you using? The same yeast. Yeah, that's the that's, juice. Yeah, that's imperial the juice. juice. Okay. Yeah, eight thirty-eight. So. Okay, um, but uh, I also use some of my like clear IPAs. I use San Diego Super Yeast. 
Nice. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a great use. Never so, mind. What? Not, not, not a fan? <laughs> uh, no, I was just going <laughs> to say what a sad state of affairs that we have to differentiate that we have clear IPAs. Yeah. And cl- <laughs> those are called IPAs. Everything else yeah. is, is cloudy IPA. Yeah. You don't have to. It's not the other way around. For what it's <laughs> worth. Rant. For yeah. what it's worth. All day. Your, your, uh, your two, uh, I couldn't make a hazy IPA for, I mean, if you could hold a gun to my head. I couldn't make a hazy Good. IPA. So. <laughs> So, <laughs> I like you better than like, like I, tr- I tried and it was clear. <laughs> so, oh really? Oh, you oh, couldn't actually, you just couldn't do it, was, it because you couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Like I was just like you were trying though. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was I was like sixty percent oats and wheat, and you're like, like it's not. I was like, why is clear. this clear? Right. <laughs> the yeast guy can't make a yeasty beer. What the hell? <laughs> oh well, it's polymorphy it's biocarbonate dioxide, biotransformation oxidations. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, All right. <laughs> now we have a sour beer. Yeah, we got a sour. This one's a barrel-aged sour, yeah. And it smells amazing. Yep. Um, yeah, really what about does. yeast for this? Uh, so, is it, are, you, are you into like spontaneous let stuff jump in, or do you uh, propagate? I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of things with my sours. Okay, um, so should have told me before I drank this. <laughs> right? What's this one called? Uh, this one is called Rest in Peaches. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Too soon. Uh, well, this this <laughs> one, yeah, uh, this one wasn't named after Kobe. It no. was. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, no, <laughs> the day before I named the spirit it was actually my cat died. Oh no. Yeah. So That's this is. Uh, Even worse. Cat, was, yeah. was the cat's name Peaches? Uh, no, it was okay. George. That would have been fucked up. <laughs> but, but oddly enough, his cat could hit a three-pointer like yeah. nobody's yeah, business. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like it, this this uh, this beer is a lot of fun for me. So but this is our fourth anniversary beer, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, That's a hell of an anniversary beer. Yeah. That's a redemption day. Yeah. Did you pitch the bugs into this? Um, yes. But, uh, so... What I did is I actually went around. I made a whole bunch of yeast starters. Okay. And I went. Of course you did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I went uh, all over Washington, and I actually just set them out overnight and, like, harvested some wild stuff from the from the air. And what I uh, what I got w- that was good, I pitched into a barrel and wow. propagated it up and wow. then transferred it to other barrels. And how did you How did you decide what was good? Uh, basically, I set it out in mason jars and... Uh, I would taste it. Ju- I mean, you, honestly, yeah, I'd just pour some out and taste it. Okay. Like, if, if it was good, if it smelled good, like I would taste it. If it tasted good, I would pitch it. And that's the one you would propagate. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I uh, I went to uh, Prosser. There's a lot of uh, wine vineyards oh, over yeah. there. Yeah. So uh, I would went over there. I set set a few samples out. I got some from there. I went to uh, Arlington. Had some apple orchards. Nice. Set those. Out. I so, put some out on my back porch. How long you leave <laughs> them there for? You just leave them in process. Uh, come just, back the next month. No, or? I just did. I just did overnight. Oh wow! Okay. Overnight, yeah. You can't do that here, Sully, because homeless people will just come take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that really just another word for like wild yeast? Yeah. Homeless I mean, people, yeah. homeless yeast. Yeah. They don't have a home That's floating true. around. Yeah, crazy uh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, and, like I did add some commercially pitched yeast uh, just to just to kind of kick it up. I uh, you know some Brett Brooks and Brett. Okay. Uh, Brett Lambicus and such. So. This beer makes me want to fall off the wagon right now. I could drink a pint of this. I brought, I brought an extra one for it's you. It's so tasty. Uh, Enabler. Yeah. And yeah. so it's your fourth anniversary beer. How long did it age or ferment before uh, you served it? This was in barrels for three years. Three years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And no oxidation issues or anything like that during that time. 
don't, uh, I don't taste I mean, it yeah. anyway. Yeah, maybe your palate's better than mine, but I haven't tasted anything. No, so. <laughs> I'm not tasting a thing like that. No, it yeah. smells great. Yeah, tastes great. I'm, how do you, did you have to keep the barrels topped up to do something like that for uh, that long? Uh, per- periodically, I did actually go and top them off with uh, with some other beer that was similar to what I put in from a base. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, it has peaches in it. Yes. A- yeah, this one's else? actually peachy. It actually does have a little bit of raspberry in it. Oh, yeah. So this one's a combination of uh, three barrels that I did with peaches and one with raspberry. So good. Yeah. It is. It's like a sweet tart without mm-hmm. being too acidic. Yeah. No, but there is there's a firm acidity. Yeah, but it's not um, not like Rodenbach. It's not abrupt. No, I agree. And it wouldn't yeah. be as good without it. I think you yeah. kind of like I've I've come to appreciate a firm bitterness. I also appreciate like a firm acidity like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I I, uh, I tried to make sure that there is like minimal acetic character to yes, it. Sure, so, you know, get a lot of that. Yeah. How do you make sure of that? Uh, I taste it, and if it's acetic, I dump it. <laughs> so, so how many barrels was it in? Uh, so this was four different barrels. Okay. Yeah. And so if one of those barrels got, got gnarly, you would just dump that? Just dump it, yeah. I, uh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I don't dig on the vinegar. This is a good beer. Yeah, yeah I really you. like that. Uh, okay, so a bunch of wild yeast in there that you mm-hmm. chose yourself out of. Did did it end up being like one of those jars or multiple jars uh, this, that you left around? This was, uh, so I put about 50 samples out. Wow. Uh, and this is three. Do you sleep? Yeah, so were you like on a yeast tour? No. Like, what does no. this guy do? No. How no. are you going to? Do you have kids? <laughs> I do. I have two kids. <laughs> so, What's going on in your yeah. world? Yeah. I don't see them. They don't recognize me, but uh, yeah. I'm told that I have them. Who's your dad the yeast guy? Yeah. I was just reading about, he's some tech guy here in the Bay. He's kind of famous. I can't remember his name. Jeff? But I was reading this interview with him, and he's done a lot, right? Mm. He doesn't. He actually doesn't sleep. He talked about it in the interview that if he sleeps a couple hours in a week, he says it's like a lot for him. And this is how I yeah. picture you in your life. Uh, if you if you look at my Fitbit, it's uh, it shows about like <laughs> a billion, you know, about, about two hours of good sleep a night. Okay. <laughs> that's crazy. Gotta sleep because that's a lot of effort. Fifty samples around, uh, and then you got to go around yeah. collect, yeah, taste so wh- them all. You're in Prouser. And you're just hanging out and uh, camping out on the side of the road in the well, vineyard? I mean, what's well, going on I'm, there? I'm, I'm actually kind of lucky. My uh, my grandma's brother owns a winery in Prosser. Okay, so, uh, so yeah. Because okay, yeah. I'm thinking, like, the cops yeah. are getting He's called like, on this weird guy. guy. I'm also doing? related to the cops over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, that's just Dick. He's fine. You know, the farmer calls in. They're like, that's just Dick. He's collecting yeah. wild yeast yeah. like, and stuff he, he, and bugs. He looks like he's putting out roadside bombs. No, no, that's Dick and his yeast. I don't know. We don't We don't ask anymore. They asked his kids, but they didn't recognize him. <laughs> yeah. Dad? I don't know. JP shows up. Dad? Hi. Maybe. Today I am. Yeah. yeah. Where do you keep your PS4? <laughs> All right, and then you've got another barrel-aged beer here, too, yeah, right? Yeah, this one, this one is... This is your Todd? Is that yeah, what it's called? the Todd, The yes. Todd? <laughs> so, what is that for? Um, so, uh, when, I, yeah, when, I, when I first opened Ooh. up, 
Uh, I would have done anything this? for a dollar. <laughs> so, okay. Here we go. I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't tasted this yet. This I want to hear the story yeah. first. Like, this is one more what reason never meet Dave. Yeah. Just that statement was a huge red flag. You know, I actually know the story, so allow me to elaborate <laughs> based on that prompt. Yeah. So uh, we had we had somebody who came in. He's like, I'm never coming back here. Like, I'm like, I live way away. Uh, but my name's Todd. I want you to name a Scottish ale after me. Wow. Yeah. You just and, randomly yeah. blurted like, that out? Yeah, and I was just like, well, I, I was like, I haven't named my uh, my wee heavy in the tank. It's peated. Wow. Like, he's like, I'll give you a hundred bucks to call it the Todd. <laughs> like, I feel like this is going to be tasty in five years. <laughs> so, well, uh, you know, who, no, I have no idea. I'll, yeah. oh, here's a hundred dollars. There you go. I, I would name a hundred beers after Todd for a hundred bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, so I called it the Todd. It's a it's a peated Scotch ale. Okay, uh, I get no peat and no. Sc- yeah, I get. Chocolate, I know. I like it too. Chocolate graham cracker. Yeah, that's oh, what really? I get out of it. Yeah, this. it's a uh, yeah. And then I the aged it in JP Todd and bourbon barrels. So yeah. okay, yeah. So I read that. So where's Todd now? JP, I have no idea. I haven't bourbon seen it forever. Yeah. JP, yeah, they're, yeah, they're JP Trodden. That's a, a local bourbon distiller up in Woodenville. Yeah. Wow. So I read yeah. the description of the beer like earlier, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck Pete. <laughs> but I was yeah. excited it's, for yeah. you. Yeah. Still a for Pete you. hater, huh? But I don't get it either. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it, there in it's, the background. It's mild. Yeah. Like, I'm, uh, but tell me you don't get chocolate graham cracker. Yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> That's all I get. I get, yeah, I guess, sure. You know, so like a special. maple syrup note. Yeah. I, I, get I look that. at Pete as a, something that's very easy to overdo. Oh, yeah. Well, hold so, on a second. You by, back. like, putting it in yeah. at all. As it warms up, I get a little bit more. <laughs> so let, go, but yeah. go back to Todd. Yeah. <laughs> beer is great. But so this guy gave you $100. Yep. You named the beer after him. Yep. And you've never seen him since then. I've never seen him since then. And, like, I name the, that beer the same every year. Wow. It's probably he, your first he, profit. He He's, might not even yeah. know that you kept your... <laughs> Does kept he know? The he, was he a local or... No, he wasn't local. He was like visiting family. Was he sober? Yeah. Probably, like not, probably not. Apparently yeah. not. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I had a contract with him and everything. Yeah, like, we, like, we, what? You like had on a, a napkin? You had a contract? <laughs> no, we did. Like, I pulled out a piece of paper and we wrote, like, I will name my uh, Scotch Hill. <laughs> you gave him a receipt. That <laughs> <laughs> wow. was like a, you know, a notarized contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trace my hand on the paper. <laughs> yeah, we, we both signed it. I photocopied it and sent it with him. <laughs> wow. I've stuck to the contract. I guess so. It's I mean, the Todd. We're proof. We're drinking yeah, it right no, now. Yeah, yeah this, uh, we, we do one batch per year of this beer, and uh, it's not necessarily always bur- uh, barrel aged. But uh, okay, you, should, you think yeah. he'll give me a hundred bucks to name the show after him? Maybe you never know. <laughs> if you ever, hey, uh, Todd, idea. if you're yeah. out there listening, like I, I have an investment opportunity. Yeah. For you. <laughs> if you, yeah. if you yeah. ever package this beer, the label should just be the note, yeah, handwritten note. <laughs> true, yeah, very true. Just, and this you is, should do that. You should actually have people. Yeah. You know, they could Venmo you money, and you just call each episode. You know, each episode has a different name. The Todd Show with Crucible yeah. Brewing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it'd be like a Seinfeld episode. That's a great idea. Yeah. It's only three hundred dollars a month, though. I might have to up the price. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's three hundred bucks you don't have. Yeah. So, okay. Good call. There's that. Twelve percent beer. This one. Yeah, this is twelve. Yeah, you can yeah. feel it. Yeah. There's some heat there. So it started out as a Scotch ale, Correct. a strong Scotch yeah. ale. Um, 
What percent was it before when the barrel? Ten point three. Okay. Yeah. And then were you able to calculate that it was going to come out twelve? Or that just happens. Yeah, that's just what happened on this one. Okay. Yeah. Is there uh, uh, what was it? Scotch, whiskey. What was in the barrel? Uh, this was uh, J.P. Trotten bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah. And so, is there a bunch left in the barrel when it goes in? Uh, some of the barrels. <laughs> Did you pour are, some out? Yeah, so, yeah. 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 No, I I leave the I leave whatever whiskey's in the barrel. You do. Like, yeah, just to give it a little bit more character. Okay. So, yeah. And then you blend all the barrels then I blend together. All the barrels together, and uh, usually I will. Uh, I try to release my barrels at the same time that I'm releasing a fresh batch of one of the uh, the limited ah. release ones. So you can uh, blend that into. So just in case, Som- sometimes see. they come out a little hot, and so you have to blend them back. Uh, do but, you always no. use a hundred percent of the barrels though? One hundred percent. Yes, you do. So you always yeah. use all of that, and then yeah. maybe you'll add in some fresh beer. Uh, yes, on on the sours, I usually top them off. On the bourbon barrels, I don't re- reuse. Okay, yeah. okay, that's a good beer. I would. I go it's like a big beer. It is a big yeah. beer. You know, it's like it's more like barley wine to me than than strong scotch. But what the fuck do I know? I've yeah. never read the BJCP. <laughs> um, I think it's really nice, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, this one, my two sips I'm allowed is going to get me hammered. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a twelve percent. Yeah, 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 but not like um, not offensive, not in a way that you don't want to have another sip. No, you don't notice yeah. it, um, but it does creep on you. I mm-hmm. believe this is actually our highest rated beer on Untapped. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Okay, I could see. Although right. I like the sour. Uh, well, better, other than but. our oh, triple IPA. Where's oh, that? really? Did you bring that? We stop. We, we brewed. We brewed don't like encourage. one barrel of this thing, and it's like. Put us in the top fifty in the nation on Untapped on on this that particular beer. I've never wow. re released it. It's probably it's, horrible, but it says triple no, IPA. Did you say? Did you bring some out in here? No, I, oh, okay. I, haven't, I haven't brewed it in like three years. So. What did you think of it? Did uh, I thought it was great? Okay, but uh, like I'm not willing to lose that much. Uh, money on a larger batch volume <laughs> you know, Be- you just, you, because the amount of hops you, know, you have man, to put in yeah. it just yeah i mean you have the to dump so much to actually get your racking arm to oh wow yeah, yeah. Uh, how many barrels are your fermenters uh so i had uh my everett facilities seven and 15s okay uh, my woodenville facility is 15s uh 30 and i've got a f- 140 barrel so, so yeah. if you as an example if you put this triple ipa into a 15 and then you got to yeah. dry hop the shit out of it, right? What would you like? I would expect to get about ten barrels out of wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. So you got you have a big brew house. Yeah, but it's all relative, um, right? You know, we would see significant losses, like if we yeah. were doing a big beer like that. You know, Roger actually has no problem doing that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Faction, he'll like he's like yeah, he'll like put it. like eight eight pounds per barrel, and like, wow. end up with like you know. It's, I've yeah. heard of him doing that. I don't know why I'm talking about Roger right now. <laughs> you got to mention Roger at least once every, every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can see your point though. That's just a lot yeah. of money, and but it put you. Know, what'd you say? Untapped? Is that what you were number yeah. one? Yeah, for that. Yeah. Uh, well, it was it was a top fifty on the the triple IPA category. Oh, so it wasn't all yeah. beer. It was like no, the triple it was just, IPA, just in that category. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. of the all beer, I wonder how many of them are triple yeah. IPAs. I mean, too. In, in, in realistic, a hundred. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. In, in realistically, <laughs> there's not a huge amount of ratings on it. It's just like all of them were fives. Got like, it. Honestly, yeah. So. Well, your family loves it. Yeah. And that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. I, it, honestly, Honestly, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your cat died, but yeah. your family likes you. We, we did it with a collaboration with this local group who uh, who goes around and they ride bikes. It's the Washington Bikers and Beer Drinkers. Nice. And uh, basically, they stop at a brewery and they ride to another brewery. Okay. And like, we and did hope it they don't get DUIs on bikes. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then they uh, they collaborated with us and we made this beer and then 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's a beer drinking club that happens to ride bikes. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. (laughs) It's a beer drinking club with a bike riding problem. (laughs) (laughs) JP's doing the finger shooting uh, at me as he tells the jokes. With all these different styles that you brew, do you have a favorite? Do you have something you'd like to go back to? Uh, but you don't no. care. <laughs> you know, honestly, uh, my my favorite beer that we ever brew is our uh, our brown ale. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's wow. uh, just an American style brown ale. It's four point five percent. It's a really light, easy dr- easy drinker. I don't have it right now. JP's <laughs> up, up, upset. JP, JP wants to make out with you. What the yeah. fuck is it? Yeah. I mean, he no. brought you the pills, nerd. Yeah. yeah, but there's more. That's what, it's what I happen to have at the time. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, it's a uh, yeah, nice, easy drinker. It's a Cascade Hops. It's okay. Yeah. So how many of your of your beer? What do you have usually? Like thirteen beers on tap or something? Uh, we have twenty beers on tap usually. 20. Yeah. How many of those are the same? Like, do you repeat? Uh, oh boy, we usually have about four regulars okay. of uh, things that aren't IPAs, and then two or three regulars that are IPAs, and everything else just yeah. changes. Yeah. So, how does that work with your distributor? Do they only take the the regulars? Uh, so what they what they uh, distributors are Flintlock IPA, our Arc Furnace Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do our. We have a Blood Orange Hefeweizen. Oh, it, it was a Bavarian style Hefeweizen that uh, just didn't sell, didn't sell like our market. Okay, yeah, like it was, it just was. And then she one, threw like one orange in it and called it yeah. blood orange. Well, uh, <laughs> so like w- one day I actually, sold. I ended, up, I ended up, somehow ended up with a with a little bit of a, a blood orange concentrate from. Um, uh, Elysian Super Fuzz. Okay. So I tossed it in the keg, and then I had uh, it just sold. Of it course. sold really quick, and so I put more blood orange in it. And it kept on selling. So got it. Uh, so that's actually our second best selling beer. Is uh, we've got a blood orange Hefeweizen. So okay. And uh, so those are the three that they have, and then they expect a new IPA out of me every six weeks. Ah, so you do get to rotate yeah. an IPA. Yeah, so okay. so we got our standard IPA, rotator IPA, and then... Uh, I like how you say it. They yeah. expect a new IPA out of me. <laughs> the <laughs> overlords expect IPA this week. So, yeah. yeah. Take what as but, an IPA. I mean, you know, that's the way the beer market's going, though, is like sure. you, you, uh, you want whatever's fresh and new. You know? I so. actually think that that's the good part about... Yeah. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I appreciate that distributors realize that yeah. and they're allowing it because wasn't yeah. there a time where they're like no 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 we're not yeah, changing no change. skews yeah. all the time just <laughs> give us the the regulars yeah but now they get that well they're going to sell less beer if you don't have something new exactly okay exactly I want to play the game yeah and what do they do like when you do that it's I'm going to get technical for like pro brewers or aspiring pro brewers. For a distributor, they just keep one skew for your rotating IPA, right? Is that how they're uh, able to manage that? So you know maybe, this stuff, too. No, not well, necessarily. It depends not necessarily. on what you're talking about and what state you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it, it depends uh, on yeah, the yeah, Each state is different. Come on. Yeah. Well, because... Well, no, I'm talking around something because you, you can... Oh. But you're not really well. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. You're yeah. supposed to register each label. Different with, label with a. Di- oh. I don't know anything about Washington. Uh, no, wa- yeah. Washington does okay. not require cola. Okay. If you don't distribute out of state. Oh, I see. Yeah. What, meaning you don't have to register the name at all? Like the uh, label and the name? Not, not if you don't distribute out of state. With the TTB, you don't yeah. have to do that? Yeah, the TTB doesn't necessarily require uh, cola approval as. It, they only require cola approval if your state requires cola approval. Okay, and yours doesn't if it doesn't go out of Washington. Yeah, Washington doesn't. So doesn't that yeah. mean you could name your beers fucked up shit? 
Uh, not necessarily. Like fuck up shit IPA. In fact, that's the latest could, IPA yeah. coming out in six you, weeks. Yeah. You could get away with it for a little while, and then eventually, yeah. though, <laughs> someone's going to say something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but yeah. it would. But even stuff that's like yeah. on the down low, right? Like you know, like what's an old school one? Like Lagunitas, you know, Chronic or whatever. Yeah. Back in the day, like you could probably get away with stuff like that, and no one would care. Uh, theoretically, yeah. If it was just sort <laughs> so, of on the down low, uh, oh. you, you, you honestly uh, never. Uh, especially... I've got a hundred dollars in my pocket. <laughs> And I'm if you make, if you call a beer, <laughs> fucked up shit. Yeah, whatever it is, I'll call it. <laughs> You're like, I don't care. I'll yeah. get caught. It's worth a hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, do you don't distribute anything out of Washington? Yep. Uh, we distribute to Japan. Oh yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, which, it's always an interesting yeah, thing yeah. to me. Washington and the emerging market of Japan. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> How does it, what happens with that? Jamil does that at Hatta Yeah. Heritage. Actually, actually, we have the same distributor. Okay. Well, kind of. So (laughs) what is that? Is it just like Japan's like, we'll just take whatever you have? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, they they want like a small amount of like rotators. Okay. Uh, and but then they want like the main things that are going to sell. I mean, like Japan doesn't have a huge amount of IPAs in yeah. the market. Okay. So they you know they want IPAs. Like our our distributor was sold on us with uh, like I brought over my Russian Imperial Stout and my Raspberry Sour. Okay. So that's that's kind of what has sold us to Beer Cats. Got it. And uh, that's your importer. Yeah, beer cats are important. Do they contact you? Like, how does one even begin the Japanese beer process? Uh, so I am uh, I'm extremely lucky in this one. <laughs> my um, my wife's best friend was the former roommate for the owner of the. Distribution company. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Got it. So it was so, a connection. So this connection. baseball this shit going on, but we got this, it. this one was a connection. Yeah. Like I'm like by far their like least popular brand over there. <laughs> you want the least popular? Like, we have to take it. Dick's a friend <laughs> so, of a friend of a friend's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they slept on yeah. my couch one time. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that guy. Yeah, I remember man. him. Okay. Fine. Yeah. But, uh, but their but their distribution company started up at the same time as Crucible, and like we met, and we like he's like, hey, as soon as you're ready, let's do this, so. right? And you're like, I'll be ready tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I have ADD. So. Okay. And have you been to Japan to represent? You there? Uh, yeah, I actually just went to the American Craft Beer Experience. Uh, I had a really interesting experience there. Wow, well, <laughs> there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. How this is with the uh, Brewers Association? So, uh, so Jamil was supposed to be there, actually. Okay, um, supposed so, to be yeah, there. Yeah. So Her- Heretic was represented at the American Craft Beer Experience in Tokyo, and uh, Jamil was scheduled to speak at uh, Titan's Bottle Shop uh, for a uh, Japanese Homebrew Association. Uh, like talk on homebrewing. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, he he had a last minute cancellation. He he did send Andrew. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, the day of the event, I hear from the owner of the bottle shop who actually owns the distributors. Yeah. Jamil's not going to make, or uh, Andrew's not going to be able to make it either. You're giving a talk to like this whole, and I'm like, okay, what kind of. <laughs> Fucking replacement of I for Jamil. Yeah, like, you're so, fine. Keep going. You're like, I don't even speak Japanese. Yeah, so, the guy who got bullied into opening a brewery. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so and yeah. naming his beer. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, the the good news is Andrew actually showed back up, and uh, like it kind of turned into like a round robin between the two of us on okay. like how to homebrew. But isn't homebrewing illegal in Japan? Uh, homebrewing is illegal in Japan. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You can talk about it. Yeah. 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 
It's like uh, distilling here. You can talk about it. Yeah, we have a show about that. Uh, but uh, they, uh, they are actually um, trying to get it legalized right now. They actually just recently started the uh, Japanese Homebrewer Association. And uh, nice. uh, Issei uh, Karuya, uh, the owner of that place, um, is actually kind of the foreman for trying to get everything legalized. Nice. And uh, there's another person who actually won American Homebrewer uh, of the Year. Oh, uh, who owns a brewery over in Japan? Who's working on it? He's oh, cool. The, he's the only international uh, winner. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. How was your experience there? Did you have fun? Did they have a good beer scene? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, the, the beer scene. The beer scene. I like to describe it as about ten years behind us. Okay. Uh, there's there's not a huge amount of breweries out there, but there's a lot opening up, and there's a lot of. Uh, like great new products coming out. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of experimentation too. Like I like I absolutely love like Give me uh, an example of something. Do you have something strange? <clears throat> yeah, actually uh Blue Magic Brewing and uh Utsunomia. Okay. Like they were they did a Sukiyaki uh Imperial Stout. I don't even know what that is. Uh let me show you. Yeah, yeah. Sukiyaki is like a, this um, kind of like a hot pot where you put like beef and like oh, all yum. the yeah, and they've got this like soy sauce based soup, and it's boiling in front of you, and you like, put your meat yum. in it. And- <laughs> Perfect. Yum. And, and, and although the beer, I don't know. How was the beer? It, it was fantastic. Really? Yeah, really? Oh my god! And uh, honestly, uh, Ise, uh, the one who's uh, heading everything up, is. Uh, one of the best IPAs I've ever had. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, probably probably top ten. I'm gonna go to Japan. I think we need yeah. a hop grenade Japan. We think Sully. Yeah, I, I love Japan. I'm, Do you yeah. send beer there too? No, we don't. But actually, it's been gray marketed there because I've seen like check ins on Untapped or oh. something like that. Um, so somebody brings it in, but Dick probably smuggled it in. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> but uh, I brought my favorite IPA. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's the, the Japan Beer Times. Actually, there's a magazine that comes out of yep. Japan. I subscribe to it. Yeah, we've had it's, Rye on. Yeah, did you see us? Yep. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it's it's really happening there. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Maybe I'll ch- maybe I'll drive the RV there. What do you think? I think you should. You should. Um, hit the tunnel. No problem. I think like it'll do just as well on the water as it does on the land. <laughs> oh yeah, really, easily. To be honest. All right. Well, Dick, thank you so much for being here and bringing all this beer. And I wish I wasn't sober. I would have more. Looks so <laughs> well, good. I was kind of trying to tempt you out of dry January. You really? Like, I, I knew you, you were a sour guy, so it was like... I'm telling you... I, of, I brought this one for you. Of the three <laughs> shows you. that I've done, this one is the only one that's tempted me uh, to uh, have another pint. This is really tasty. It is good. Wow. Sour is good. Mm-hmm. What's the name of it again? Uh, this is Rest in Peaches. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good stuff. Hey, yeah. so you're up in Everett, right? Correct. So are you near Boeing? I am super close to Boeing, like... Eighty percent of my taproom customers are Boeing. Okay. Wow. Yeah, a lot of jets park there. That's now, a huh? good. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, whole you know, lot of jets <laughs> parked there. Right three hundred parking spots, but like there's only room for like four jets. So, <laughs> okay. uh, all right, go to dot com and uh, check out. You can learn more about uh, Dick's Brewery there, and uh, apparently you, you can probably find him at either of the breweries at all hours of the day at the same time. <laughs> Right? Absolutely. How many people work for you? At, uh, I think I've got eight. 
In between two places? Yeah, with uh, with Good tap room. Lord. That includes tap room. You're going to yeah. burn out, man. you got to take care of yourselves and hire somebody. Uh, it's going to happen. We didn't even get into the Sean thing. Oh, yeah. What, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Did you Sean name Fest. a festival after Sean? He, I he did. did. I gave him $100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, actually, uh, uh, my, my partner, Sean, I mentioned earlier, like every every year on his birthday, we show we uh, throw a festival. Nice. It, it's called Sean Fest. Okay. Yeah. And uh, for the last couple of years, I've been trying to hit up Sully. He won't that, leave yeah. me alone. Oh, I do. I why don't you a, go? I sent him a message every year. scheduling thing. It's just scheduling. Yeah. Well, when is he, it this year? Uh, July 19th. Sully? Every year. We're July on his birthday. Yeah. We're driving the RV <laughs> when you are. I'll fly there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Sean, can't. Yeah, Sean Fest, we bring in all the Sean's in the brewing industry that we can find. Wow. And yeah. Sully's if never shown up for that? Y- yeah. He Not hasn't. yet, Justin. Yeah. I'll be in Versailles, so no, I won't be able to I won't be you able to. enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll be at the Sean Festival. <laughs> yeah. Sully, I'll with, go if you go. Celebrating with my people. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, what does Sean do for the company? Does he do anything? Uh, so Sh- Sean is uh, basically he handles our uh, marketing and social media, and so he doesn't uh, do anything. Eh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> he double clicks on That's like what all Sean's do. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a Sean. He's a very thing, passionate person. He calms me down. You know? Okay, yeah, <laughs> so, okay. I can see that. Sounds like there's a massage involved. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, Multiples. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you again for being here and bringing us all this beer. I'm super excited to do i've been here I, I listen to you guys for years well thanks yeah. for that um i'm glad the beer's good because sometimes people yeah. say that and i'm like great we didn't do any good um <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly learned most about uh the most i know about brewing from actually listening to this program wow yeah. that is so nice to yeah. hear and the beer is wonderful so yeah it shows in the beer let's <laughs> <laughs> see no there's no anything yeah. um well we got another segment do you want to hang out with us for till the end no you know i'm going to be here all right good well <laughs> yeah. let's do this yeah. um we're going to take a quick Break, I think. Am I sure. ready for that? A quickie? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm ready for that. When All we come right. back, I have just a little bit of beer news, but it's it's fun. It's fun beer news. Man, you know what? The two things I love are beer news yeah? and fun beer news. See, I stopped <laughs> liking fun a few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> that sucks. So I'm doing it for you guys. I appreciate that very much. All right. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Tyler from Libertine Brewing Company in the central coast of California. You're listening to Brewing Network, The Session. It sucks. Does it suck? It sucks. But that's what's good about it, is that it sucks, right? All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today, and thanks to Crucible Brewing. Nick's still hanging out with us. Yeah. We've got a few things left to do. You can't get rid of me. No, that's all right. Uh, but check this out. It's a new year, and it's time for a slightly better you, brought to you by Duke Cannon. Here's a fact ah. from Duke Cannon. that Most uh, New Year's resolutions don't last, uh, mostly because dramatic self-improvement is difficult. Um, so that's why Duke Cannon Supply Company wants you to consider lowering your expectations this year with moderate self-improvement. And with that, they've offered the moderate self-improvement box. This is a real thing. Is this a real thing? Yeah. Here, let me get it. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, oh, it's good gonna, stuff. What is this? I scored a lot of stuff that out right now. This you, got, you have it right in front of you. Is the moderate self improvement box. Box. Now we gave away everything inside of it, That's true. Uh, so I can't share samples with you. That's how good it was. That <laughs> last week, everybody wanted a piece of moderate self 
improvement. Correct. Even Teresa took some home. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's packed with over eighty dollars worth of premium American grade grooming. Uh, sorry, American made uh, grooming <laughs> goods designed to help you feel, look, and smell just a bit better. I just like that. Great soap. That's totally great marketed soap. to me. It's fifty bucks for a limited time, and inside it you get uh, trench warfare dry ice body powder. Oh, oh! I tried that this week. It's good. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. It uses activated charcoal to deodorize. Yeah. Apparently, I was smelly because I noticed a difference right away. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really nice. Uh, trench warfare antiperspirant and deodorant. Also used that this week. Yeah. Is that um, for your booty hole? Uh, no, trench. that's just regular. Oh, okay. Yeah, regular. Um, <laughs> News Anchor 2-in-1 Hair Wash, which has a nice uh, cedar and sandalwood scent. That's what I, I used that today before coming here. How'd you like it? It was pretty good. I noticed he yeah, smells better. Yeah. You know what I like about it? Just to totally derail. Yeah. You don't have to use a whole lot, and it it um, froths up. It foams up very oh, easily. Nice. So the And I didn't learn my lesson even this time. I've used it twice. And each time I'm used to just squeezing a shit ton of shampoo in my hair. Sure. Even though I don't have a whole lot of hair. Right. Just kind of like muscle memory kind of shit. And then it just totally, froths like yeah, crazy. Totally too much. I've used too much shampoo wow. both times. So you can really uh, eke out a lot of that bottle. Good, because it only comes in a six-ounce thing. So yeah. <laughs> apparently you're like almost <laughs> done after two watches. Uh, Bloody Knuckles Hand Repair Balm. Working Man's Face Wash. Uh, plus you're going to get the Big Ass Brick of Soap Junior. I used that today, too. Would you <laughs> like to smell one. me? I, I already smelled you. Oh, okay, good. I did earlier. You and that one me. smells like naval supremacy. I like it. It's very good. Way. My navel is very supreme. And then my favorite, uh, the bourbon solid cologne, Yeah, which I really like. Um, so you can go to Duke Cannon right now and use coupon code BREWING. And so not only are you going to get the $84 box for 50 bucks, but you can take another 15% off when you use coupon code BREWING, which is a lot of stuff for not a lot of money. All right? Check it out over at DukeCannon.com. Smells great. Thank you. Okay, but seriously, I've been using the Bloody Knuckles stuff oh. myself. Yeah. It's great. It's and, good, right? And, and it's not like gender specific. It has no smell whatsoever. Yeah. So I, it's great. My hands feel really nice. So I had our uh, our agent uh, re- reach out to Duke Canada to see if um, they would do a collab soap with us. Yeah, any work? I haven't heard back yet. Oh, but man. Duke Cannon, if you're listening, we really want to make a hop grenade soap with you. It fits the military motif. And... Uh, I think it'd be cool. Um, I agree. I, I think they, they name their cities, you know, what they're actually called in Minnesota. So <laughs> you can go there and brew There's soap that. with them. Make soap. Yeah, brew make soap. soap. I, don't, I don't know how you do Makes it. Makes and brew, brew soap. Yeah. That's a new thing. All right. That sounds good. So you want to hear my beer news for this week? Yes, please. Jesus, bring it. According to the uh, New York Post, the highly respected uh, journal. Oh, yeah. Um, a man has tried to register beer as his emotional support animal. <laughs> yes. You can hear I think it's great. This. It was not me, uh, although I am... It was a, it was a listener. I am a, yeah, clearly. I am a little upset I didn't think of it first. Um, Floyd Hayes filed a registration with the United States Service Dog Registration website. Uh, but he does not know if it will work or not. Uh, but Hayes says, I travel from upstate to Brooklyn a lot. And on the bus, they say it's a federal crime to smoke or have an alcoholic beverage unless by prior written consent. And I always wondered, well, where do you get that consent? 
Not that I'm an alcoholic, he says. No, of course not. No, no, no. <laughs> no you're fine, sir. Keep yeah. going. Hayes, though, who is a creative director, said beer helps him manage his social anxiety, much like service animals help their owners. Okay, like, no shit, asshole. I mean, <laughs> beer has been known as a so- social lubricant for eons. Right. It doesn't mean that you have an anxiety disorder because well, having a beer helps you loosen up a little bit. I mean, props to him. I agree, but I'm upset with his with his, his explanation. The, I think he's just trying to do this as a vehicle to drink beer on a bus. That's what I'm saying. If he had said, like, I actually have, like, crippling anxiety, then that's a thing. But uh, beer's a social lubricant, so it should be my fucking service animal dog thing. <laughs> and I think it's stupid. I'm mad about that. Yeah, let's let, it, it, ignoring the entire point that it's not an animal at all, Yeah, but it's a beverage... Then sure. I would be irritated by that small detail. As he well. must have paid him a hundred dollars. Well, <laughs> an anonymous worker for the U.S. Service Dog Registration told the paper that the registration doesn't have any legal merit. Of course not. Um, he says he can register his beer all day long. It's not going to get him anywhere. <laughs> right. Said the anonymous worker. <laughs> said the counter clerk. Yeah. Right. Said his wife. Yeah, I literally just got an email from the. Liquor control board. <laughs> did you? Oh, no. Literally just did. Really? Hopefully not, nothing we did. Are you okay? You still got a business? No, I'm good. I'm okay. Good. Uh, yes, yeah. We have All been right. known to get people in a lot of trouble. Hayes uh, did tell the Post that so far he's been lucky with his pet beer anyway. He's happily uh, taking it even on the Brooklyn buses with no issues or questions asked. Well, of course. What's the situa- like a- what does it look like? Is he walking along? Is he having a leash? I mean, what is it? I mean, he's is literally like just a- car- He's doing like the rest of us do. And he's carrying a beer around every now and then on fucking public transit. He just decided, well, let's try to make this legit and call it my emotional support animal. I, I am mean, curious what happens. He sounds like a what... fucking dude. Like I would, I would <laughs> yeah. want to punch or this guy. Brilliant in the head. man. Oh, brilliant! No. Yeah. I mean, I've sat on Bart with a beer before. You just of keep course. it on the down low. Like, yeah. what's the big deal? Keep it in a paper bag. You don't pour it into a glass and then step on the fucking... <laughs> it's my emotional support animal. God. Do you think he's poking the bear of emotional support animals? And if you have a bear as an emotional support animal, I... <laughs> it's allowed. Yeah. It's allowed. <laughs> I don't... I, I think that's... You know, because you, you see emotional credit. support animals... You know, I'm, because I fly a lot, and I'm always like, that really, that's your... That's a big dog. Right. You know? Where, where's that thing going to go? And it doesn't have to be a dog. Like, the rules are very... Yeah. Uh, uh, Miniature loose. horses can be emotional support animals that you can take on planes. So, yeah, no, not just... Yes. I, believe that. I think they have to no. be a certain size now. No. I don't care if you believe it. It's a fact. Miniature horses <laughs> are we'll the it. exception. Uh, so... In, I looked up the state of California because we, we get it in here in the bar sometimes. And, um, you know, there are state laws and there are federal laws. The state laws, as long as they don't, like, uh, trump the federal laws or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the state of California... Um, Emotional support animals uh, aren't nece- they don't necessarily have to be allowed into a bar um, right. or, a, or a food establishment. Um, service animals, yes, but yes. there's a distinction between a service oh, animal okay, and, a, and an emotional support animal. However, um, so in, in, in terms of a service animal, those can't just be any animal, right? Like it has to be a dog right. or, as JP's pointing out, a miniature horse. Miniature horse. In the state of California, uh, that's a, a miniature horse is allowed to be a service animal. So if somebody came to my door and said, this is my service animal, I have to let the horse in. And even on the plane? Uh, 
I don't know about that yes. because that's a California law. The, 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 well, the horse. From what I understand, airlines can differentiate what they want to. So I think it was like Southwest or Alaska or something. Mm-hmm. Even last year said we will now allow. Miniature horses. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to let emotional support animals in here, but I don't... Like, who gives a shit? Who's going to, like, argue about these things? But... I would. And and you're you're allowed to ask, is it a service dog, or is it a emotional support animal? Yeah. And you're allowed to ask what service it mm-hmm. performs, right. but you're not allowed to ask, like, what's wrong with the person? Yeah, right. you, of course you can't do that. So, but, you, you know, they can be I like... Mean, I I respect that, you know, that, you, that some people need those things and sure. to support yeah. that. I just want to state that. Thank you. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, I'm a little uh, puzzled on, on the difference. I don't yeah, know, there's man. a difference. Yeah. You don't... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Raise yeah. his hand. Yeah. yeah, no, I actually used to work at Lowe's uh, before I was a brewer. Okay. And literally somebody brought an emotional support llama. Llama. In, into my store. How I'm, big was the llama? I mean, it, like, it was taller than I was. Llama like, size? It was, yeah, it was yeah. llama size. So it just it, walked around the store. I mean, it, with it. It, it didn't spin on anybody, so I didn't have any complaints, but it was weird. Thing. I feel like the <laughs> amount of effort it takes to bring a llama to Lowe's would cause me anxiety. I mean, they literally had a tra- uh, trailer. Right. Yeah. 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 So the, the whole idea. walked of it into the store. Emotional yeah, walked support. it into the store on a It's a lot of work. That yeah. I never understood. Like, yeah. I'm, and maybe, maybe we're getting too, too deep into it, but it uh, happens. You need emotional support while you go to a bar to drink beer there's there's a min- there's actually something wrong with you mentally well you need to go to therapy actually, you're defining emotional support yes That's why they well, have it. but they they may though but for example maybe. Maybe for example a, a common uh, example given like especially by the state of California yeah. are are folks with PTSD for example yes and Beneficial. an emotional support animal is a very real thing and and because you have PTSD doesn't mean you should have to lock yourself away either at home or in a therapist's office. No, there's there's studies that, that are coming out now where emotional support animals are shown to actually not provide any sort of actual benefit. It's it's a crutch. I'm sure there are. are. And yeah, um, yeah. there's just as many studies that say the opposite. So no. <laughs> I'm saying no, because I've read it and you're just you're just <laughs> you're just making fun of me right now. Uh, no, I just yeah. disagree with you that I think that as an example, somebody with PTSD might get a lot of value from having their emotional support animal with them and, and yeah. might actually calm them down, allow them to leave the house, allow them to not spend twenty four hours a day at the therapist. But but but, but what what I'm reading about it is it's just a, an emotional crutch, and there's they don't need the animal; they just need to put in like uh, like work and therapy, mm-hmm. and then they don't need to do this. And then when I'm sitting here, I don't hear your macaw <laughs> cackling at me. You know what I mean? Like well, you don't leave the house anyway, so I don't see why you. It matters know, but to pretend, you. We're pretending. If I did, because there's not an emotional support cat. Right. Yes. See, see, you're just mad about that. I know, and I'm and a macaw, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, emotional support beer. Yeah, I'm against. Well, if you drink it in public, are you killing it? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like kills his emotional support animal every bus ride. His name is uh, Dick Douchebag Uh, Retarded. No, it's uh, Floyd Hayes. Same Floyd Hayes. Congratulations, sir. I support you. (laughs) I think what if I think here's what the state should do. They should allow it to happen. But it has to be the same beer. Uh, right. He can't drink the beer. It's warm, flat, sour beer. He has to cont- it has to be proven that it's the same beer. If he can prove it's the same 12 ounces of beer... Then it's okay. Then it's fine. Because otherwise you're just... You're killing your support animal in public, and that's not... That shouldn't be allowed. That it's should abuse. Be, you should apply for the state. I Thank think you. they would appreciate your commentary. Yeah. So it has to be the same beer, so it can't be different beers. No, no. The same, the same amount of... The same liquid. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. Oh, you can't drink it? No. Oh, okay. But it's because it's for support. <laughs> you know what my emotional support Maybe animal is? it's the is? glass, then. Tell me. It's me? my balls, now that I've discovered Manscaped. Oh. Yes. Okay, I love this. I used to feel very... I used to have a lot of anxiety tra- about the state of my scrotum. You should register your balls as your own personal support animal. <laughs> I've tried. So oh. you can't bring those things in here. I'm oh waiting for a response. Yeah, you need to leave those outside. <laughs> no, no one would say that to me now that I've discovered Manscaped. Disagree. It's 2020. <laughs> new year, new me new balls um so manscaped is making it easy for me to do that with their new manscaping products uh let's see go to manscaped.com and if you use coupon code brewing you're gonna get 20 percent off uh jp yes i gave you your brand new lawnmower you did uh last week yes have you used it i have not used it yet what the fuck i will do it this weekend okay i meant to do it last weekend and then i just got when is the track. what's it up against when it goes to work like when's the last time you did manscape um i think a couple of weeks ago oh, so okay. i'm also waiting it's not like before the baby it's no 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 it's not before the baby but I'm, I'm sort of waiting for the jungle to really grow in right to put it to the test yeah 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 because what i want is like i want to see if it gets clogged with hair or right. not or if it just cuts through like butter yeah <laughs> like butter i yeah. think you're gonna find that it cuts through like butter i hope so i'm yeah. actually get, uh, trying to get a job at consumer reports based on this <laughs> yeah. um, i don't like discussing write-up. butter and your balls i don't like the reference it seems to work though because it makes you hungry i get it look i understand <laughs> yeah. I why is it. my mouth watering all of a sudden <laughs> well <laughs> Um, well, I think you're going to find that with their skin-safe technology, you're not going to nick or snag your nuts. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because we've talked about it numerous so times. So The last time I tried to get that close, I bled. <laughs> so I don't want to do that anymore. It's not going to happen, trust yeah. me. Right. Uh, but you'll have to report back. All right. It's uh, like going through menopause for men. It's just you stop bleeding yeah. down there. Yes. Okay. And you can use it in the shower. What? I don't know. Which is even better. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Go to manscaped.com, use coupon code BREWING, get 20% off, and your balls will thank you. Thank you, doesn't You're welcome. All right. Want to do our, our Twitter game uh, wrap-up? I would love to. What was our Twitter game today? Uh, recently, we were contacted by Netflix to produce the official BN documentary. Ah, yes. What's it called? Hang on. I need I need notepads and right. pens. Where's all my stuff? <laughs> God. Stop drinking One thing. it. Let's see. Uh, just use that. Okay. Yeah, use that all thing right. there. All right. You're fine. You're okay. All right. Let Emotional just, support. I know. Speaking of Manscaped, let me just Emotional support sobriety going just on over here. Just for a second. Um, this one and this one. Okay. So name our Netflix special ne- yeah. documentary. That's right. All right. Go. Barley Boy mm-hmm. says, uh, shit show, the building of a beer media empire. Mm. It's a question mark at the end. Right. right. It's more of a clubhouse, but <laughs> I'll take That's empire. Right. Uh, Pete Dink says, the filth, the filth and the flatulence. Excuse me. Let me start again. Yeah. <laughs> the filth, the flatulence, and the fermentation. The life of Bevo story. Oh, hey. Oh, why does she... Uh, I, I don't, don't know. Because, look, because I don't know. Because I have to put up with all of those things. That's right. Uh, also, Pete, next time, learn how to comma. Thank you very much. <laughs> learn how to comma. He only has so many characters. Leave him alone. <laughs> uh, Adam Sammy says, Justin Crossley, the man who lost the death pool to the social media manager and why it matters. I did lose the death pool to the healthiest person on staff. That's true. Sucks. 
<laughs> and what am I going to do now? I have nothing left nothing to strive to... <laughs> for. I've done everything yeah. except die. Well, now you just have to outlive us all to piss everybody off. It'll, it'll just piss me off. Um, yeah. Well, you know, everyone that matters. All right. Uh, Austin says, from garage to RV, how to make a living talking about beer. You know, that's not, that's, it's realistic. You know, yeah. Uh, Two more. Uh, Ryan Blundell says, almost successful. (laughs) Also to the point. And then last but not least, TN Brewing says, how to create a business that creates nothing but destroyed livers. Right. Okay. So there you go. Those are the, uh, the okay. best of the best. If I want to go ahead and point out that Justin is actually writing all these things down, even though they're already written down. Oh, yeah. It's very, uh, <laughs> it well, it's very serious. Yeah. He has to do it. Yeah. It's his thing. It's thing. Every yeah. single time. It helps me, helps me think about it. It helps me judge. Yeah, because um, I always have to share a document with him, and that's less landfill. And then I can never produce. read my writing afterward anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, you kind of mumble your way through some of them. <laughs> so the only one I'm going to... Well, I'm going to eliminate two. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to eliminate shit show, even though I kind of like it. I'm going to take it out. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, and then I don't like Pete Dink's one. Sorry, no. Pete. No. I mean, mostly because because it, it didn't have commas. Of course, you don't. Yeah, like it. it was yeah. too much to write. Also, yeah. well, ever since he cut his hair, he's lost his power. He's like Samson. Which leaves us with, and I'm going to paraphrase as usual. Yeah. Uh, Justin Crosley, not dead. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, that's a. Uh, an Think interpretation, yeah. Yeah, okay. like lost the death, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from garage to RV, what yeah. was the second part? How to make a living talking about beer. I like that one. I'm keeping that one. Okay. Um, it's a little too positive, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> almost successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, destroying livers. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Well, the only one we lulled at was almost successful, <laughs> right? Uh, but we didn't arftal. We almost lulled. <laughs> yeah. So that's our winner, right? Yeah, I almost think so too, successful. Yeah. That's our Good job, Ryan. Yeah. Not like Sully, who's actually successful. Why do you keep saying that? Because you, you hit the big time, Sully. You're, you, <laughs> you're, you're a big hit deal. The big time. Yeah. Dick can't even like, leave his festival. brewery. Yeah. Yeah. No, festival. July 19th it, it's, at Everett. Yeah. At the Crucible Brewing. It's because he can't make a watermelon beer. <laughs> no, not hey. many people can. What, what was that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just or you'll get sued. <laughs> son's going to school on that beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going to Harvard, for God's sake. Uh, what's happening at the brewery now? You've been gone for 12 hours. Exactly. I honestly don't know. Like, like I haven't had time to check, check my text message. When are you going back? Uh, Wednesday. Oh, you're sticking yeah. around. You must have filled the tanks before you left or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right, that, your intern that works three hours a week coming in? No. <laughs> oh, it's a shit show. Wait, oh, yeah. get it right, Sally. Three hours a week, once a quarter. Right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> At nursing school. People think that I was the smart one with this whole gig. That guy's got it made. Hell yeah. What do you pay him? Beer? Uh, nothing. No, mostly beer. Mostly okay. beer. Yeah. You don't have to like pay his tuition or anything like that? No. Yeah. Uh, Does anybody pay his tuition? He's just racking up them. I don't even pay him. He just thinks he works for me. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. He's here again. What's going on? Yeah, uh, guy's a veteran. He just like he makes his VA allowance, and he thinks that it comes from me. So oh, it boy. works out well. I love it. <laughs> well, not very bright. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. Next week, we are off. <laughs> JP's favorite guest. 
<laughs> really? Nobody. I, I, thought, I thought I was coming in. It was on the calendar. Oh, yeah. No, you come in. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, where is everybody? <laughs> well, I'm uh, Sean. Hey, Sean, you're going to talk about a festival July 19th up at Everett at the Crucible. <laughs> Maybe you bring a festival. Maybe we Ringo will call in. <laughs> Hi, my name's not Ringo. It's hey. Sean at the Sean Festival, the Sean. Crucible in Everett, Washington. <laughs> we are back uh, at the beginning of SF Beer Week, though, um, with Revision Brewing Company. My friends from Revision are coming in. and oh, uh, that w- I, This was going to be my last show, but now that's my last show before I hit the road. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking over for a while, which nobody wants to have me do. <laughs> JP's going to take over while I take care of a few things, get on the road. And then all the shows will happen from the road until, I don't know. Question mark. I don't know. We'll see. See how much I like it I out gotta, there. I have to check in on you. I'm a little worried. Yeah. yeah I, to, I, gonna, I think I'm going to have to fly into these, you know, I think so where too. you are I mean, like, and have like a little meeting with you and just look you in the eye and go like, everything okay out here? <laughs> See where I'm at? You're worried about me? Like, a little off the reservation yeah. here. He keeps threatening, but he can't even come to Sean Fest. So. See? Yeah. yeah he's, I'm never going to see him. <laughs> well, Bev and I are trying to, or we're going to, we're going to plan a couple of jaunts. You should come with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Meet we should, you, I think, Bev, I think we have to tag team this so that we're with him. Somebody's with him every week. <laughs> you okay, Justin? I wouldn't mind that. Do you guys think you're, it's, you're going to run into something different? Like, I'm just, you, you run into me like I'm just on mushrooms all the time, like, and I barely wear clothes. We well, said different. Um, <laughs> you're like Dennis Hopper and like, you know, Blue Apocalypse Now or something. Yeah. Like, do you think I'll or become Kermit. more professional or less professional out on the road? You know? I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be, I don't know. I think it'll be just exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. exactly I think you have same. to load up on a lot of Duke Cannon products because I'm yeah. a little worried about your hygiene. I have been stocking up on it, and uh, yes, you're right. But all the plumbing works in the RV, so, you know. We're talking about the RV still? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about something else. All the plumbing still works. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I think you're going to come back married. That's my prediction. Wow. Yeah. I think, so I'm going to New Zealand first. Don't forget that. In Mar- Oh, I'm spending right, the, the month thing. of March in New Zealand. I think yeah. if I'm coming uh, back married from anywhere, it's, it's going to be New Zealand, there. really? Oh, wow. fuck yeah. Okay. I like chicks with passports. Justin it's, has it's a friend my on his thing. tour. Yeah, all of a sudden. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, guys, I know we were talking about you coming you out, but accents? we're not, you know... <laughs> Uh, anybody can have a passport. Oh, sorry. Foreign passport. Actually, yeah, that's not really true. A bunch of Americans don't have passports. In that's my just, experience, yeah, that's true. women Hello. with passports come from another country. Hmm. Hello, Justin. My name is Cheryl. I'm from New Zealand. Would you like to go out with me? Your voice is a little deep for me, Cheryl. No. But I can get it's over okay. that, I guess. Oh, oh Justin, hey. Oh, oh Robin Williams. Show, me, your, what is the, show what is, me your passport. What is the Robin Williams thing? I don't know. That's your pickup line? Show me your passport. Show me your passport. Me your passport. After that, I just close my Eyes anyway. Hey, oh, Justin, yeah. I'm going to passport for you. Oh my god! Want to piss on my floor? What are you talking about? No passport. <laughs> yeah, I hope I come back from New Zealand married. I hope you come back from New Zealand to a woman. Yeah, <laughs> look, don't look. Love takes on many different don't, shapes. Don't uh, limit myself. Yeah, don't limit yourself. You're right. Love has many inputs. If and that outputs. happens to you, I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Just paved the yeah. way for me. I'll show, yeah, you right. got any Sully, friends? they're here. Come here. Yeah, my friend Sully's coming along. You got any friends? I've got a couple friends in the old folks' home, Sully. Come out and join me. What if I just don't even come back from New Zealand? What if that happened? That Honestly, would be, that would not surprise me. That would yeah. be the, the fastest burnout in history. <laughs> right. I just don't like being on the road. It's Stay really, here. It's a really nice it's country. 14 years coming. Right. Yeah, true. Even more, 15. Think about it. 
I don't want to. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about right now. All right. So we're <laughs> off next week. When we come back on the 10th, it's SF Beer Week uh, with Revision Brewing Company. And then, don't forget, uh, Wednesday, February 12th, I will be down at the Torpedo Room in Berkeley interviewing uh, Ken Grossman and Charlie Bamforth. With your buddy Ken. Yep. And um, the original Sierra Nevada Brewery will be on hand. It'll be parked out front. You can go check it out. Hell yeah. Those of you who are into a little bit of beer history, come check it out. All right, JP, you going to get us out of here? Sure, dude. All right, th- Dick, thanks for being here and for coming all the way down and being in studio. I appreciate that. Of course, this that. is an awesome experience for me. <laughs> I hope you had fun. And I hope, I've been drinking. I hope, the, I hope the place didn't burn down or your beer's fine when you get back. Yeah, and, they, or both. Yeah. It's probably both. Okay. Sean <laughs> says July 19th. Uh, there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sully will be there, he says. With other Sean's. All right, take us out of here, JP. <laughs> Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Dick from Crucible Brewing flew down from the state of Washington to come talk beer, Sean, and Todd. What does that mean? Well, learn more over at cruciblebrewing.com. Do you have extra money? If so, head over to patreon.com slash ears up and support JP in his quest to become supported monetarily by you. If you love Twitter and homebrew, follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at TC McD, and you can unfollow Warren at Another Beardy. Sully's there as well as Sean O'Sullivan. Keep track over, uh, keep track of JP over on Instagram at Major Jip, and you can find Bebo there as well at Beverly M. Moore. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah.